Mike Dempsey here for Underdog Fantasy, where you just draft your team and Underdog handles the rest. And you can win big cash prizes. Go to underdogfantasy.com or the Underdog Fantasy app and sign up with code 1010XL. That's Underdog Fantasy. Use code 1010XL. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Coogan Nation. Time to rise and shine and start your day with Duval Sports Media Big Steppers. Dan Hickett. You know it! Jeff Proctor. It's a big deal. Gosh, it sure is a big deal. And E to the T. E.T. is in the booth. Rise and shine. Google's go time on a Friday morning. It's a GFL Friday. Thanks for being up and at him with us. It's a little slick out there today. Be careful. Let's keep it between the lines. It's been my experience sitting in this chair now for 17, 18 years. We don't always do so great in a little rainy commute. Right? Let's just keep it. Let's just uh, keep her. Keep her. I, I, I don't want to do, rather than a drill speed trap alert a little bit later, I don't want to text to start rolling in that we're backed up here, there, and everywhere. Okay. Let's just keep it between the lines uh, and get to work today. Uh, a lot to dive into this morning. A lot going on this weekend. A lot happening uh, yesterday. Uh, you know, forgive me if I don't really feel comforted by the Trent Balky press conference yesterday. He did try and shoot down some narratives as to the personal relationships that are going on. Uh, you know, I, I don't, I don't really know what to make of those. Are o- those are only a problem if they are a problem. You know what I'm saying? Like this narrative has emerged that he and Doug are on not on the same page and that there are demands about coaching staff and otherwise. And, you know, we've we've heard those whispers. And Balky spoke to that issue yesterday. I, again, that's only a problem if it's really a problem. I, I don't know. All we can go by as far as the issues that we see are what we see on the football field. And when it comes to that, I mean, I, I, thought, he, I thought he doubled down on some mistakes. Quite frankly, there's no part of this offensive line that you <laughs> that you can double down on. And, you know, and there's also this, which is just weird. It's like an odd juxtaposition. Here is a dude standing before the media telling us what needs to be better when it's him that has it where it is to begin with. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So we will get into we'll get into well just about all of what Trent Balky had to say yesterday. Look, in in, in on, on the one hand, he was you know seemingly tripling down on say Luke Fortner for an example, but on the other hand, said this team is going to look different. Um, on the one hand, you you have to have Josh Allen on this football team. I think that was made uh, that point was made pretty emphatically yesterday among the decisions outside of Josh Allen, it's Calvin Ridley. Um, right now, the Jags have seven selections in this year's draft. We know they picked number 17 overall in the first round. Could have some compensatory picks this year for the first time 
uh, in a while. So I'll, I'll let you hear what Trim Balky had to say. You know, how much different? Well, I, you know, as Balky said yesterday, it depends on the kind of conversations they have. But, you know, just as we played for you yesterday, it'll take a wrecking ball. Uh, to get him out of there. The franchise isn't going in any different direction when it comes to the decision makers, apparently. But they they got to get better. And and the guy that was speaking yesterday is accountable for that. It's his responsibility. So, um, it was a miserable end to what what, you know, should have been a really fun season. And so we can just uh, leave it at that for now. And we're going to, again, we're going to circle back. you hear a lot from Trent Balky, what he had to say yesterday. I just, I, I guess overall, I don't feel any, 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 I don't feel comforted by what I heard yesterday. I, I don't know what you're going to hear. If the guy has the faith of the boss, in this case, Shad Khan, then they have the courage of their convictions, even if, Gosh, it seems real easy to see some of those convictions are misplaced. And again, understanding that me, E.T., good morning, E.T., how we doing, my friend? Oh, uh, just trying to stay dry. I hear you. I mean, l- l- let's be honest, me, you know, uh, all y'all out there, E.T., we don't know as much football as Trent Balky, Doug Peterson, or anybody over there who does it for a living. Okay, I get that. But my gosh, man, if you look at the low light film of, say, Fortner, just not getting the job done in the middle of the line. That's a young, important, foundational piece. And, you know, again, some some of that, just, just as last year, we were right. We were right. Just as, even with Trayvon Walker's improvement, he's not going to be Aiden Hutchinson, is he? Uh, no. He's not. He's not going to be Aiden Hutchinson. As good as he might be, that's, that's immaterial. You had the number one pick. It was down to two guys. The other dude is all pro. You, you can't, you don't get to, to, to offset that with, well, Trayvon's getting better. He is getting better. But, that, that, <laughs> I mean, Justin Herbert could get better. Is he Patrick Mahomes? No. Will he ever be? No. So, you know, we knew last offseason he needed to get an edge rusher. Leonard Floyd had 10-plus sacks. He was just sitting there for the taking. I don't know. You told us Caleb on chase on, man. Come on. So let's hope that the judgment this offseason is better. Let's hope if they decide, let's say, not to keep Calvin Ridley, he doesn't go off somewhere and catch 95 balls. Let's say if they do decide to keep him, he, I don't know, catches 95 balls. Josh Allen's a no-brainer. you got to pay the man and ride with what he gives you and trust in his work ethic, his commitment, and that he will personally shoot to better his best season as pro. Got decisions to make with some salary cap relief lingering but at what cost I see all these suggestions that Darius Williams be let go to save the 11 million we need good players what I mean let's maybe talk about reconfiguring first but never as a last resort do I want to get rid of Darius Williams who's my best corner I'd say the same thing with Aluakin. I'm not going to mess around with, with my best players. i got a core five or six. Buddy, i got to keep them. i got to be better at filling in the blanks around them, right? And I do that with my draft and my free agency, my, my offseason moves. And we've been C-minus at best 
in those categories. You can't build a winner with C-minus personnel moves. You'll never get there. Doesn't matter who your your coach is. Doesn't matter who your quarterback is. You can be better. You're never getting where you want to go if you C-minus the offseason. And with, with the... Granted, the benefit of hindsight, C-minus might be grading on a curve for some of what we've seen around here to supplement the pick of the number one overall quarterback now three years ago. So, you'll hear from Trent Bauke. We'll visit with Captain Kevin Favor when we come back on the other side. It's wacky weather. Temperatures up and down. Winds blowing. You know, rainy one day. Maybe not rainy the same day. Could have one of those in front of us today. So anyway, we will visit with Captain Kev when we come back on the other side. Uh, We had a stunner down under. Novak Djokovic out. Upended in the Australian Open semifinals. Well, the sin got him. Or in this case, the center. Um, Djokovic had won 33 in a row, but Yannick Sinner of Germany, uh, ends the run in the semis. So that happened uh, while you were sleeping. I'm just going to present this this way. I mean, hopefully Raheem Morris has a fantastic career with the Atlanta Falcons. He's a guy that comes, you know, very highly regarded. He has worked within the Atlanta organization in the past. If He comes to Atlanta yesterday from the Rams who just endorsed this guy so much they couldn't get him out of the building fast enough and I I mean that in a complimentary way. And the Falcons ownership, brain trust, football side decided to go with Raheem Morris. I just have to ask this question and I'm not even being a smart aleck. What set of like evaluation parameters do you use in a job search where Bill Belichick doesn't win? Like, what question do you ask of Bill Belichick versus anybody else? What standard do you look at? What resume do you look at? What accomplishment do you look at? What do you you look at if Bill Belichick is in the job pool? What do you look at that he doesn't win? That's what I don't understand. And in the in the in the the narratives about a longer term vision. Man, the NFL's year to year, baby. If you're getting a coach, it's like college trying to hit on the young guy who can stay with you for 20 years. Doesn't happen in the NFL. Not a lot, at least. Belichick wants to go five years and get that mess turned around. And I, I think if he wanted the job, my gut tells me. That's who should have gotten the job. Just from the standpoint, going through the interview and the process and weighing the candidates. Because trust me, there is no, like money's not an option here. These guys are filthy rich. You want a Super Bowl badly enough, you'll pay for the coach. I just don't know how you put it all out in front of you Check off all the boxes of what you're looking for in a coach who can win you a Super Bowl and not land on the guy who's won six. 
Just food for thought here on a Friday morning. It's a GFL Friday. That's Green for Life. Let's talk to Captain Kev, and let's dive in, baby. Uh, the Trent Balky press conference yesterday went, you know, perhaps about as expected. That and more as we get you up and rolled 6.15 on kind of a wet and slippery Friday morning. Keep careful out there. We'll be back with more next year on 92.5 FM. All right, a couple quickies here before we bring in Captain Kev on the All-Pro Roofing Hotline. I gave Yannick Sinner, I guess, dual citizenship. Said he was from Germany. He's from Italy. Viva Italia. So the Italian 22-year-old is on to the final. And I'm watching uh, Zverev, the German, in the other semi uh, with a lead over the three seed. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm, all, I'm a jumbled mess right now. I'm at Epcot. That's where I am. Um, uh, secondly, I really thought that, that Trent Balky went out of his way to, to talk about his relationship with Doug Peterson. I'll let you hear those conversations in just a sec. But first, let's bring in... Uh, Captain Kev, who's you know part fisherman, part weatherman this this time of year, and yes. it's always something. <laughs> if it's not I, wind, it's know, cold. It's not cold. It's rain. If it's not, you know. Well, well, well yesterday uh, I played I played golf in your neck of the woods. Nice. I, I did. I got my truck at the end of the round, and it was ninety degrees. Wow. I mean, what the hell? <laughs> you know? wow. Yeah. Didn't see. Didn't feel that hot. No, it didn't. Um, but it was it was uh, it, it was it was definitely definitely hot. So, but it was it was a beautiful day. It's been a, it's been a beautiful week. Um, yeah. the, the, the fishing fishing has just been fantastic. Uh, some of the guys uh, earlier in the week um, got I mean just got after the sheep's head. It's 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 really getting to be that time of year. Um, you know when when sheep's head fishing is 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 at its best. Uh, again, Captain Leon and all those guys. Uh, kept talked to Captain Chip Wingo, who he fishes kind of that, um, you know, uh, Beach Boulevard North towards mm-hmm. Bayport, mm-hmm. and 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 he just he said he had one of his best days of the year uh, yesterday. Um, so so you know, inshore fishing just continues to be good. Uh, sounds like some of the guys are going to try to get wild fishing tomorrow. Yummy, uh, you know. Because, yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's it's. They're only calling for like south at five to ten. Uh, you know, they're now the seats are three to four, but they're like nine seconds apart. So it, I think it's going to be a great weekend to go fishing. And if you're not going fishing, you got the Jacksonville Boat Show this weekend. Okay, so come down there and see us. All right, you'll be on remote, as we say in the yeah. biz. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, I, I got a, a silly question for guys been asking you uh, questions all these years. Most uh-huh. of them I consider to be great questions. Um, do she are, are sheep's head found in the open water at all, or only in the jetties and around the docks and stuff? No, 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 no. We uh, we, we we catch them offshore. You do? Yeah. 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 We sure do. Um, you know, especially especially what I would consider your inshore wrecks. Okay. Um, you know, like like out of St. Augustine, there's a bunch of live bottom and stuff at, at four mile. Um, Captain Kirk and those guys, they 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 have quite a few spots off Mayport, okay. and they are. I don't. I wouldn't even know where to go. They're they keep them so damn sure. Well, good for them. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but but there are there's they you know um there's there's a couple wrecks off of Saint Augustine that are within a mile. Okay, that I have fished. Um, yes, and I and I go there specifically just to sheephead fish. All right, yep. cool. cool. Outdoor show tomorrow on location. Uh-huh. Yep, yep, one location. Where are they doing the boat show these days? Is it Prime Osborne? Is that where Prime, we do things Prime, still? Yep, yep, Prime Osborne. All right, yep. cool. And, uh, and then, yep. Have a good cool. show. Hey, how'd you play? How'd you play yesterday? So the driver. So let's. let's I haven't played since April. Um, <laughs> You're a nut. 
Yeah, yeah. That's just so, you understand how unacceptable that is, right? Yeah, I do. I okay, do. All right. Especially as much as I love to well, play. And you're good. It's, I mean, you know, guys that are terrible and play once a year, okay, I get it. But come on, man. No, no, the driver was surprisingly really good. Nice. I drove I drove the ball great. Um, irons were, you know, here and there. Um, it, wasn't, it wasn't real solid. Uh, short game was terrible. <laughs> well, that's, yeah, that's usually when, when you're you away know, from where'd you, you Where'd you play? Uh, Georgia Creek. Okay. Oh, right there in the backyard. Yeah, that's what I said. I was in your neck of the woods. Well, you said yeah. neck of the woods. Yeah, there's about six golf courses down there. You're literally uh, just, you know, going right through the backyard. Well, good for you. Yep. All yep. Right. Yep. Yep. We, 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 had, we had a great time. It was fun. Cool. All right, my man. Have a great weekend. We'll right, talk right. to you next you week. Too. All right. There he goes. It's Captain Kev on the All Pro Roofing Hotline. He's right there in the backyard. E. Huh? It was right there. Phone. My, my phone must have been dead. Right? Yeah, I guess my phone died. Left it in the car. Yeah. Something like that, probably. All right, listen, um, Trent Balky calls it a, quote, false narratives about him and Doug. They they collaborate. They get along fine. And, in fact, sometimes going through tough times make you even closer. He, 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 he tried to emphasize as strongly as he could how much respect he has for Doug and what he has accomplished. And as this thing moves forward after a disappointing year into an important offseason, uh, if you open a book, you won't find one dude on one page and the other on a different. Probably even more so, you know. Uh, you know, when you go through tough times, you find out a lot about a lot of people, you know, and the season didn't end the way we wanted it to. Uh, we, we had some strong conversations throughout the year, kind of where things were at and what we were, you know, where things were trending. Uh, so great communication, great collaboration, and really respect uh, him and, and everything that he does. Uh, so I, I don't think there's any... A lot of what's written, a lot of the narratives that are out there, is just false. So, like, I Plain give you another and simple. one. False narratives. Well, and here's another one that he's retiring. At least he said that was never, you know, part of the plan uh, at all. You know, his, you know, philosophical quote of the day came on the the, the topic of regrets about bringing the team back, basically as it was constructed. It turns out that was a big mistake. You you can't sit on what you had, but you know, you can't live on coulda, woulda, shoulda, yada yada yada. So. Uh, something along those lines. He felt they had a competitive team. They did. You know, competitive team ain't enough. We don't want a competitive team. We want a championship uh, caliber team. And along those lines, one of the goals this this offseason, there were two years now um, with Peterson, three total for Trevor, and it's still a team kind of in search of. I'm not a coach. You know, those are questions for for coach. Uh, you know, I, I think if I look at it from a big picture, you know, create an identity. You know, who are we? Uh, offensively, defensively, special teams. You know, I felt we did that toward the end of last year. I'm not so sure we got to that point this year. Um, but that's number one. You got to have an identity. Who are you? All right. You know, you know, I, I hate to turn it back on the guy answering the question, but what are you, what are you talking about? You're the identity crafter. You decide what you're going to be, and then you fill the uh, – our lines of scrimmage stink, buddy. There you go. Identity? You can't have an identity when your offensive line is just getting hammered, bro. I saw some more analytic stats uh, stats from uh, Demetrius. And, the, and the, the percentage of times that the Jaguars run the football where initial contact is made on our side of the line of scrimmage is – it's like worse than the league. It's disgusting. It's a disgusting amount of times. 
I mean, yeah, we got to create a team identity. At the end of the day, any football team's identity starts and stops with those big old mean dudes up front. You got to get dogs, man. Both sides. Win there with the other with the with the talent the Jaguars have, if they would just win there, we would be a Super Bowl contender. With a top five line on both sides of the ball, it'd be us playing this weekend. It could very well be us playing this weekend. So when you say how really good you feel about some of the young players when they play positions that are underperforming, I don't understand this not, you know, recognizing it. Uh, Yes, it's a developmental league. Sure it is. It's not the XFL. It's developmental to a point. When you have a, you know, when you have your quarterback and coach in place and you're coming off a playoff year, your development should be accentuating what's already good. I, where is the development, actually? And there's some. Don't get me wrong. At the end of the day, the draft, it, we, it's been, we, we're having C-minus personnel off-seasons. That, and, and even the off-seasons that, initially feel like they should be graded higher, you, you get further away from them, and, and no, they, they look kind of C-ish, C-minus-ish as, as, C-minus-ish as well. Um, got into a back and forth yesterday. Uh, Rick Ballou got into it a little bit about not signing a pass rusher, and, you know, it is what it is. It's along the same things. But if you want to know one last time, why oh why didn't we sign a pass rusher in the offseason? Here you go. We felt we had Dwan coming back off injury. We knew he was coming back. Uh, we drafted a young man that we had a vision for. Uh, you know, we had Chase on in the last year, his deal. So more so looking at back looking at during the season, what could we have done to upgrade the roster? Are there moves we could have made? Once again, I don't live in the past. I don't live in regret. Uh, but, you know, we got to continue to look at those things. And you're, you're, never, you're never done trying to make your team better, more competitive. Listen, uh, Trent Baalke may not be making all the right decisions. doesn't make, mean he can't see the problem. Maybe uh, however much of the problem is by his doing and constructing the roster, that, that aside, he, see, he does see – a lot of the same things that we saw, and they speak to the weaknesses that we just referenced on the lines of scrimmage. E.T. cut 14 from Trent Balky yesterday on just the bottom line, simplistic reason why this season went kaput. When you can't run the football, uh, and later in the year you can't stop the run, that's a problem sure. in the National Football League. Um, We've always prided ourselves on being able to do that, run the football, stop the run. And uh, for whatever reason, we weren't able to do that. Well, uh, you know what the reason is. The reason comes in your very next answer, Trent Balky, Cup 15, on what has to change. We've got to get bigger. We've got to get stronger. Uh, We've got to get more physical in the trenches. Uh, And if you want to compete for championships, you have to do that. So... I think we've got some good pieces in there. We got some good young players in there, but we got to get better. Well, and and that's true too. Again, it's hard in the disappointment, right? The splash disappointment. 
it's hard to think, oh, yeah, well, three years ago we were this terrible, or five years ago we were this terrible, or ten years ago we were this terrible. The offseason's always involved somehow trying to go from three wins to the in the hunt board. When that long ago, it was a joke, a running joke. I just want to get in the hunt. Week 13, hey, we're in the hunt, five and eight. You know, uh, there there is a nucleus here of players, right? There is. We, we do have a nucleus to build around. Just got to build around them. Um, as as best they can, cut 17 ET, there is a recognition that we won't just be bringing the band back this year. We feel we've got a good nucleus of players, right? But this team is going to look different, you know, when we strap it up in April, you know, when the offseason program gets going. The, the team's going to look different. You know, our team's going to look different. Every team in the National Football League is going to look different. How much different depends on a lot of the discussions we're going to have over the next couple of weeks. Uh, that's code for we got to decide who are, who are candidates to be cut for for salary cap reasons, which which players be willing to do some sort of restructure. You got to think Brandon Sheriff's gone, right? They'll they'll save some cap room in in releasing him. So you're going to have to, you know, Ezra Cleveland is a as free agent. I mean, you you're losing one guard. I don't know how he graded. He wasn't here as long as the rest of them. Overall, again, the unit as a whole was terrible. It was terrible. That's not opinion. That's not, oh, I'm mad at the offensive line. Trevor got sacked too many times today. No, these dudes didn't do get the job done in any aspect of winning football. They just didn't. So they did have one lineman that knocked the socks off, and that was uh, Josh Allen. He, Trent Balgi went through five or six different answers, and they all – you know, they, they all get down to, to brass tacks. Josh Allen's going to be a Jaguar. They haven't started negotiations yet. They'll have to get to a number both are comfortable with. You know, not sure the money it will take. Or they might have to consider the franchise tag. But Josh Allen is a Jacksonville treasure on that roster. By far the player who performed against league the league's best and stood up to the comparisons. Not even... Close. Now there's the issue of of Calvin Ridley. And at least listening to Trent Balke yesterday, they like him. They knew they needed to knock off the rust. They feel like that happened. Cut 24 on just what the future might be for Calvin Ridley in Jacksonville. The sky's the limit. He's only going to get better uh, because of the way he works. You know, when you love something as much as he loves football, you can't help but get better. So we would love to have have Calvin back. You know, we're going to work toward that. What, what that means, I, I don't know right now. All right, now we head off to the to to the draft, and I got a couple of little different items here. Um, he was asked about, you know, not filling the starting lineup. Cut twenty seven et. Not filling the starting lineup with with more draft picks. That's how you achieve sustain sustained success. You know, we had twenty one of twenty two starters coming back last year. Uh, sort of go into the draft, especially where we were picking and think you're going to get come away with four immediate starters is not realistic. Uh, does it happen on some teams? Yeah, but it usually doesn't happen on a team that made it to the divisional round of the playoffs. I wouldn't go into the specific uh, team needs, but we, we've talked about you got to be more physical. you got to get beefier. you got to run and stop the run. Uh, he talked yesterday about fixing short yardage, all things that we saw. And then... I hate to make this guy the lightning rod like he's the worst of the worst. They're all equally bad, but it, Luke Fortner certainly was not. Uh, social media quick, you know, 
gifts and memes and videos, clips. We're not kind to Luke Fortner this year from getting cockroached on important plays. I saw one uh, uh, today where he just kind of roams up and down the line, doesn't touch anyone. I mean, you don't know what the design is, what's supposed to be happening. But Tony has talked about Fortner not being good enough. I mean, any and everybody has seen that. He was ranked, I I saw one measurement, the 36th graded center. There's 32 teams, boss. So, like I said, when it comes to finding comfort yesterday, cut 30 doesn't give me any. Here is Trent Balke on Luke, I am your father. I truly believe in Luke as a guy that can, has what it takes to play the position and play it well. He's shown signs of doing that. This was not necessarily one player's issues. This was a systematic issue. All right. Um wouldn't specifically reveal team needs. He did say, even though they'll look different, they don't need an overhaul. I think really what they're doing right now is is trying to determine who you're going to keep and who you're going to let go for salary cap reasons and who you're going to fill those spots on the depth chart and how are you going to, you know, fashion yourself financially through these next few years. Trevor and his extension will be looming um, as well. He... he did answer kind of generically what they look for in free agency and the draft. ET cut 35. Size matters, right? Physicality matters. Strength matters. Uh, we're, we're looking at that. We're always trying to add that. You want to be as big and fast and smart and, and tough as you can be in this game. Uh, those are the intangibles we look for. Guys with great instincts. Guys with passion to play the game. Those are all things we consistently look for. Uh, 44 A's in the Q&A yesterday for Trent Balky. So for a guy who waited a long time to meet the media, he did stand there and take all questions. Uh, he circled back again on his collaboration with Doug. It's never been better. There's so, at least according to that side of the camp, there are no issues that, that we've kind of talked about, you know, perhaps seeds of discontent within at least what Trent Balky is saying that's not going on. Ultimately, we finish... Uh, with the evaluation from the GM office on Trevor Lawrence and what they saw this year, E.T., the uh, final cut, 38. Yeah, I think we have a real good pulse. We've had some real good discussions. And going back to Gene's first co- you know, question on the collaboration and, Th- and that's the, 39, the unity I think. we have in this building. You know, I, I think Trevor had you, you know another learning year, right? Like like we all do when we're a third year guy in this in this league. I think he did. So he, there's some areas he made great strides in. We got to do a better job of, of keeping him safe and protected, and he's got to do a better job of protecting himself. You know, unfortunately, he had four key injuries this year. You know, when your quarterback has a sh- throwing shoulder injury, a knee injury, an ankle injury, and a concussion all in one year, that's alarming. So, you know, we got to work to improve that. And, and that's not one factor. There's a lot of things that contribute to that. Uh, but we, we, we do have to do a better job there. But as far as Trevor and his, the long-term uh, relationship with this team, there's no doubt in that. We're, we're going to get something done at the appropriate time. Yeah, of course you are. You guys can be as disappointed in the, the, the speed of development as you want. But you don't, you don't get cats like that just come along. Keep them. You let them grow. You let them get better. In three years, man. Ultimately, that's what gives me, through all the other rockiness that's going on, 
And and by the way, those four injuries reference again, it all points back to the O-line. E. Every problem on this football team points back to an offensive line that hasn't developed, hasn't gotten better. You know, they 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 sarcastically mocked that number 31 ranking they had last year. They should have clung to it to dear life as who knew 32 could be in the offing. Let's come back with a football fix. Uh, set the table. I have a question for E.T. about this weekend's matchups. When we return, you're listening to The Drill on a GFL Friday. That's Green for Life. Trust them for all your commercial roll-off needs. Uh, the smoke continues to waft as to where the Jags' temporary home away from home will be should the stadium become official here and construction begin. City of Orlando has allocated $400 million to Camping World Stadium. I think about this. If, if Orlando is willing to spend $400 million on a stadium and they don't even have a professional team that doesn't even have somebody play in there every year, doesn't it make sense that you got to, you know, as you do business as a sports enterprise, you got to, you know, reinvest in facilities. So that, you know, that's $400 million down there, which is about half of what they want here, right? And for nothing to get the, you know, but does make them a much stronger candidate for both the Jags in those seasons where they're they're displaced and for Florida, Georgia. You know, it's just assumed that those games will go on campus and maybe they will, but I think Orlando will take a swing at Florida, Georgia in those seasons where uh, the game isn't, um, isn't able to be played here. All right, fire the band real quick. Let's give you a football fix, some news and notes. Said I had a question for you coming out of the break. Talk to me. Four potential matchups for the Super Bowl remain. So don't tell me, like, who your favorite team or who you want to win. Like, write the potential Super Bowls for me. Chiefs, Lions, Chiefs, Niners, Ravens, Lions, Ravens, Niners. Which of those four matchups is the most compelling? Would you most want to see? Uh, do we say Ravens, uh, 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 Ravens, Ravens, Niners. Ravens, Niners. Yeah. Two best teams. You yeah. want to see chalk? Uh, I think a lot of the sentimental vote would go to Detroit. Yeah. I, 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 I keep thinking. I keep think. I, I keep thinking that. But if they beat San Francisco and get there, then, then they, they sure can hang. hang yeah. Right. So, um, anyway, I. I, I don't know. I'm conflicted. Like, I want Lamar. I'm on record. I'd like to see Lamar win. Me too. Just to say that he's won, right? Just to prove that that style. It's a different NFL. But I think I kind of like like Lions Chiefs is a, mm. would be a cool one to me. Also. So, anyway. Uh, the Falcons uh, sorted through all those candidates, went through n- numerous interviews, and found it you know pretty clear Raheem Morris has more upside than Bill Belichick. I, I asked the question before. I mean, what evaluation set do you use to not give Belichick the job? And then, you know, the the kind of the cliche answer on the text line, and I don't don't mean that, like, aggressively, but power, 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 power. Nothing without Brady. Nothing without Brady. I said when I started, I'll, I'll push all those things aside and double check. I'm the Falcons, all right? I'm not, I'm not the Cowboys or, you know, some iconic brand. They're just trying to keep myself established for the next 10 years. I'd like to, I don't know, make a playoff every now and then. Atlanta hadn't been to the playoffs since 2017. That's now been a while. Uh, the Bucks have hired their new head coach. Another guy clearly better than, I don't know, Belichick. 
And by the way, some of this may be Belichick's doing. He may not want these certain parameters, but I think he's going to get humbled here. I mean, this this it's going to open and close. He ain't going to have a job. And and you know, you got a guy chasing a record who's already 71. No bueno. But the Panthers have gone with the Bucks offense coordinator, Dave Canales, as uh, their new head coach. I, okay. Good luck to you, Carolina. Uh, continuing with the football fix, good news for Niners fans and for the team. Debo Samuel practiced yesterday. It was a somewhat limited basis, but did bring some, quote, juice to the Niners yesterday. Meanwhile, full go for Mark Andrews yesterday. And Marlon Humphrey, who's missed a bunch of games this year, career-high amount of missed games, able to get back on the practice field. And I think it's a thigh or hamstring or something, doesn't he? So, anyway, was able to practice limited. They're hopeful, maybe, that uh, they could get him back as well. If you missed it, Vic Fangio was fired by the Miami Dolphins as their defensive coordinator uh, immediately to be hired now by the Eagles as their D coordinator. It's hard to know what the Dolphins' defense was this year. They really got pummeled with injuries, especially to their pass rushers. That's Football Fix. You're welcome. Hick and Arrival more come your way next. The Fix brought to you by Allstate agent Mandy Bowers, Mandarin, and now Orange Park. Ladies and gents, please put your hands together as Dan Hicken enters the studio. This is how we do. It's Friday, Friday. Gotta get down on Friday. You know it! Yes, sir, sweet Friday! Some emotion, please. Hey! Excited today. Look at it. Going dancing. It's going. It's our WMD. It's our uh, really. It's our last football Friday of yeah. the year. I was thinking that you know what the beauty of, of the NFL is. You can't beauty. say this about any other sport. Yeah. If I said right now, would you rather it be this Sunday mm-hmm. and the final four, the four best teams, mm-hmm. or Week Seven? Like, which would you rather have for a Sunday? Just a regular season, week seven, for all that it entails. Yeah. For the office pools, for the fantasy yeah. football. Oh, yeah. for the, week seven. You'd rather say, you can't yeah. say, get to the NBA finals. Unless your right. team is in it. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for sure. If your team is in it, you sure. fine. But otherwise, but you, yeah. You, you can't say, you can't be in game six of the World Series and say, man, I wish it was July 20th. Yeah. You can't be in the NBA finals and say, boy, if it were only Christmas Day. I think I saw a finals preview last night. The uh, Knicks and the Nuggets? <laughs> The problem, the only, it's, uh, you laugh at your Knicks. I, I can, I can embrace them until we get to the postseason. You'll become incorrigible and I'll have to root against them. I, unlike you, I won't just root against them just point blank from the get go. They're playing good. Oh, that was a good trade. Yeah, that was a good trade. Like, Let, like the, the Pacers went and got Siakam and they started like 0 3 with him. I think they won last night. In fact, I know they did, but that was their first win with mm-hmm. Siakam. 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 11 and 2 with OG. So. Plus 38 last night for OG. Yeah, I saw that. He's a plus-minus king, apparently. Well, and you won, I think, by 38. So, yeah, he was the difference maker. Oh, gosh. Um, yeah, and that's a team, obviously, defending world champions. We're talking yeah, about very the Denver good. Nuggets. Sure, so. beat the tar out of them. But that's enough. I won't, I won't spend too long well, on that. I, I, I enjoy think that, that. I think the Knicks I haven't could, had a lot of fun with that in a long, time. You could have an time. Eastern Conference Finals ceiling, but not if you have to go through Boston and yeah. Philly. 
be tough, but maybe we can catch Well, maybe you get one of them and then lose to the other. I don't know. Who knows? I don't know. All right. Well, the big story is the Balky presser. Everybody's had their opinion. So, look, I'll say this. Certainly the general manager has the right to go out there and say whatever he wants and criticize. And I think most people would say the problem with it is we don't see. We're just not on the same. It's like you're not on the same page. It's like maddening. It's like. And the only way, the only thing that I think needed to be said from him a little bit more of is, hey, you know what? This is on me, too. I don't know if I ever heard this. You know, I mean, coaches got to do better. Player, and they do. And yeah. players got to do better. And they yeah. do. Maybe he, I know. constructors got to do better, too. In fairness, maybe he's going under these debts assumed. Right? I don't think so. I didn't take okay. it that way. All right. I mean, I, you know. The entire press conference, he never said anything like that. I got to be better. I watched the or, whole. I listened to the whole thing. I, yeah. I I don't think I ever heard. Uh, yeah. You know, of course, some of I that's on me. I did hear the coulda, shoulda. I don't live with regrets. Well, I mean, maybe your coach. Uh, some of that's on me, and then uh, other the doubling th- down on Fortner. I do not understand. Well, there's a lot I don't understand, and I'll, I'll uh, look. I'm glad Josh Allen's going to remain a Jaguar. So, how's the negotiation going? Oh, we haven't started it. <laughs> Why not? Listen, you have an advantage here. It's called the franchise tag. It's something that you're allowed to play with. Okay. But you have two guys that kind of that could fall under that. Why not get one of the deals done? So you think I don't understand. What have we been doing? It's January twenty sixth, bro. We haven't caught. So we're looking at Pro Football Talk, PFT. Yeah. After the Jags beat the Texans in late November, Josh Allen talked to PFT that day. Uh, he was asked uh, whether he wants a new contract. Of course, I want to get one. I want it. I want it from the Jaguars, not from someone else. Have you had any talks? Nope. That's up to the high man. I come in and play. One of the high men was Trent Balky. Uh, Balky said uh, to the media that Allen will be a Jaguar, admitted, however, there have been no talks on a long-term deal. That remark didn't sit well with Allen and his representatives. Per a source with knowledge of the situation, Allen's camp is not happy that Balky would take time to talk to the media about Allen before taking time to talk to Allen or his agent about Allen. Yeah. Allen's camp has been ready, willing, and able to engage in negotiations. How about a phone call? How about a let's yeah. get started? How about a lunch? The lack of engagement at this stage of the calendar points to a franchise tag for Allen, not a multi-year deal. Um, and, you know, it's And then you can say this. It's unfortunate for the Jaguars, who ultimately bungled relationships with high-end defensive players, uh, given that Allen's agent has engineered trades for high-end defensive players like Khalil Mack and DeForest Buckner. The combination could be more explosive. So, hey, look. Allen's going to be here. But he I wants to be here. Don't mess it up. Yeah. Right. I mean, what, what are we doing? Pay him. Just pay. What, what's pay, Make him the highest paid what and let's go deal? and hope it's the right move. Why There's wouldn't so, you at least touch base with the kid? Why camp? would you not just give him a deal right now that he can't say no? We don't have many. And then, good, like, and then he was like, like we're going to have meetings and um, all, some heart to heart. But and, and he commits to Allen and then they ask about Cam and he won't commit to Cam. And he says, well, I'm not going to commit to anyone, which means that there's no decision been made. And I get that. But then just say it. Yeah. I'm not going to talk about players. Well, you just did. You talked about Josh Allen. Well, I mean, I guess, Allen, you can't get away with not saying anything. I think that's just now, saying. with all that said. And also mentioned Trevor. That quote I that, find a lot of, uh, look, again, I I just don't believe in the guy, and I don't think he. I didn't take much comfort from what he said yesterday. Right. He didn't yeah, say anything. Yeah, you didn't come away right. feeling, oh, that's, okay. Yeah, oh, that's all right. Correct. Yeah. Now, part of that is he's in such a hole. He is. That you can't, he could, he couldn't dig out of it in a press conference because, like you said, if and forget, like any issues with Doug, like personality or otherwise, right. 
That's only he tripled down that that's not the case. Okay, and that's only a problem if it's a problem. Never mind that. I'm talking about the football stuff that we see. Well, I said poorly constructed. I said, I said, and he says, I, I hundred percent, I'm on Doug's. You know, Doug does the football stuff, and the, and, and but he did admit he sits in on the uh, interviews. I, and again, I don't know that if that's SOP or not. So that's that's a hard one for me. But I don't think it is. But regardless. Why not, instead of you sitting in on the football stuff where your opinion doesn't matter because Doug's opinion matters, you call Josh Allen's camp. <laughs> Put that on your thing-to-do list today. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> instead of sitting in on the four or five interviews with the defensive coordinators, yeah. why not you, instead, spend time with Josh Allen's camp? That's what I, I mean. It, it would seem to make that sense. The other thing that... I guess the only question, and again, I wasn't there. I, yeah, so I wasn't I'm there not, I'm not going to make. I listened. That's I'm all. not going to be. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. Same exact thing with me, and I'm not going to be critical of questions that were asked. I wonder if the question could have been asked, have you felt any heat from Shad Khan? That would have been a good question that well, you would have had to answer. Yeah. You know, just say it that way. Yeah. You know, if you have, did you feel any heat from Shad Khan over the way this season ended? And make yeah. him answer that and see where. Yeah. There's no way to know. Right. But again, I'm not quibbling. If, no. I, need to, no. if I need to know that answer, then right. I would have found a way to be sure. there yesterday. So. So. so the other thing that, and this is the one thing I, I'm not sure I agree with this one either, and I think most people would agree with it, but he, he said, he said, well, we got a really good nucleus of players here. Do we? I think we. Do we? Because we sit big, here every year and we go, the where the, who, who, who's the nucleus? The one guy who can leave that we need to take care of. The one guy who deserves a deal, Josh Allen. Okay. Who else? Who else could you, you, you know, we're not, we're not, we're not, Trevor ain't going anywhere. Trevor's our guy, but he's got to play a lot better. We all have said that. He has said, everybody admits that. Who's the nucleus? Give me the nucleus. E, who's the nucleus? Josh Allen. I mean, no, I, honestly, tell, tell ETN's good player. Good. Is he a great player? No. I, not yet. I, I mean, where are the, where are the pro bowlers and, I mean, Josh Allen is a great player, right? Uh-huh. And arguably, arguably should be up for defensive player of the year, all pro, but he didn't make any of them, which means there are a lot of great players at his position. So we're even there with some great, okay. but we got to be even with, you know, who are the great players? I guess he did say, and then I'm going to try and answer your yeah. question. I guess he did say at one point, it's on all of us, myself included. Okay. So at one point, that okay. sentence you found, made. You found that? I, it was that's texted into me. I'm not going through the transcript, so I, and I, th I thought I remembered hearing that Good. and listening. So, but again, that's not like total ownership. It's all yeah. on me. Yeah. I, it starts and stops with me. You didn't hear that. Kind it of seemed stuff. more to me like he was yeah. kind of tossing the coaches okay. under the well, you know, and that's also the, the systematic. That's and, the criticism of him in other places. Yeah, whether or not that's accurate or that's a quote narrative. Yeah. That's that's. I mean, that's just how I, I interpreted it. And I think others did as well in reading and listening. But like I said, he is the GM and. So, as general manager, you can say things of that nature. You know, you should, in a way. It's just that I thought you got to kind of. He did. I'm getting eight or nine. Okay. So, that's been confirmed okay. by seven or eight people who right, heard, heard that at, at least. So, and I think here's what happens with the Jags and why they may not be looking at Josh Allen in particular. And I understand for every player, the world revolves around them and their contract situation. But mm -hmm. for an organization who has the franchise tag at their disposal. Yeah. I don't know what else they're cleaning up over there and doing. Hopefully learning how to draft guys that are better players than the ones that we draft. At the end of the day, Hick, we're trying to become a Super Bowl contender. We keep, You can't have C-minus off-seasons. C-minus off-season last year will be, might be too high. might be a D. Mm -hmm. 
You know, we, we're not. You got to have a plus off seasons. There's no reason you can't have, given what you have to work with. Every off season's got to be an A plus off season. That's not asking too much. That's be the best at your job. Okay, so, and he hasn't had him. Okay, a nucleus. I I think that there are a lot of football. And I know we have core. Every team has core players. Okay. I get that. Yeah. But are they great players? I mean, that's my question. Well, like, there are players that have gone in back to back years. Many of them they've had winning seasons. They've yeah. won a playoff game. Yeah. I, but I Evan Ingram has got to be part of any kind of nucleus. Okay, caught 114 balls. Yeah. Trevor, for sure. Yeah. I'd say Anton Harrison as a rookie right tackle okay. certainly be included in your nucleus. Okay. I'd say Josh Allen. I'm, pu- I'm putting Trayvon Walker in my nucleus. That's fine. Would I rather have the other guy? Yeah. yeah, I would. Yeah. No matter how good Trayvon gets, he's not as good as the other one. Correct. And you could have had him, but I would include him in the nucleus. I understand. Um, I would include Foyer in the nucleus, although the way this team tackled as a whole, I, nobody is, you know, to- totally floating my... Here's the problem. I think we had... Like Cisco and Tyson Campbell, pretty yeah. confidently in the nucleus, and I'm I'm not so sure. I I think Campbell may have been the defensive version of Trevor. I think the injuries just made him look a lot worse than he actually is. I would agree, but but I don't like this. I don't like all the talk of then saving money, getting rid of the guy who's been our best corner. And that's Darius Williams. I don't want Darius Williams gone to save eleven million. Who are you going to replace him with? I'm t- listen. Am I again? We had the money to get the edge rusher last year. Correct. And that was a that was a horse bleep answer too. And good for Rick for, you yeah. know, getting after him because uh who was out Calais Campbell was another one, by the way. He's not an edge guy, but he had six and a half sacks for the Falcons, which is more than any of our probably more probably our interior line combined had six and a half sacks. Okay. Well, and then he and tried- I'm gonna tell you this, Pross, and I'm not doubling down or anything, all right? I'll pay the price. But I promise you this. We ain't going to have the same amount of sacks next year with this same group. So if we don't get help rushing the passer, we're going to have – I'm telling you right now, if you think Josh Allen is going to go out and get 17 and a half and Trayvon's going to get 10 and anybody – I mean, where are we going to get the sacks from? Because in all likelihood, those guys might go back a little bit. Well, here's the problem, too. The, the problem, he, he, he answered his inadequacy with – with what he said to the question, why didn't you go after it? Well, because we had, we had chase on, we drafted a player. We had a different role for us. So, okay. So basically what you said is we stuck with dead weight. We missed in the draft. We, those are you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like in the reasons for why they didn't go get it though. They're not satisfactory comfort bringing reasons. You basically just like listed three ways. You totally messed it up. Right. Clowney and Floyd in particular would have been a big help for this football team. Oh, my gosh. And maybe we win a game that we – just one more win's all it took. And maybe we win that game if they do. I I, I mean, look, I'm not on social media. Mm-hmm. I don't know how the game is played. Right. I don't know the, the, the truth, the veracity, how you prove these things. I know that we've talked about it with other athletes and celebrities, Kevin Durant famously. Mm-hmm. But the boys are pouring on the text line this morning that Balky's got some burner account that he's been <laughs> commenting on stuff through the years. And it's compelling. Listen – Conspiracy theory. Here's my. This is always where I'm. I'm a little dubious about the burn, or I'm. I'm skeptical. I'm. I'm wary of the burner account. Yes. Sir. I'm always afraid that it's somebody with a burner account pretending to be a burner account. But in this particular burner account that they say is Trent Balky, mm-hmm. like before the draft where they got Fortner and Muma, he talked about how good Fortner and Muma were. Yeah. Like who Joe Fan is going to mention those two specifically? Right. You know there have been other, at least examples. 
that you guys are sending me, I won't get into them all, but uh, I will give the handle here on the quote burner account. I'm not saying it's him. I don't know. Yeah. But it is, um, what I say it was? Broad, B-R-O-D-D-A-W-G. <laughs> what are we doing, dude? If this is, this would be the best story ever if this is him. Somebody has to confront, some technical wizard proved this. Right. It's funny if it's true, but I, I mean, I, I, I we're, you know, is it true? Hick, yeah. you're the social media maven. E, I, give I'm me not, something here. I'm not a social media expert. Though. I just, <laughs> E, what do you tweet got? And tweet back at people. Huh? <laughs> it's funny. What? Funny, Broad man. dog. D-A-W-G. <laughs> you got, by the way, uh, 1010XL staffers here tweeting yesterday, Broad Dog responded to. <laughs> I don't know if Broad Dog is Balky, but he gave Taylor Dahl a talking to. Oh. So you there's leave, that. You leave Taylor I Dahl bet alone. Broad Dog listened to the truth. <laughs> Broad Dog, he might. Broad Dog listened two days ago and decided, man, that guy should do a presser. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just do better, man. That's all it is. Whatever. I mean, be Teflon. Say it doesn't bother you. Say. You don't listen to the naysayers. Say you don't live in the past. Blah, blah, blah. Say it all. That's fine. Do better, man. Yeah. Yeah. Do better. We stunk. We had to uh, do better. Do You got to do better. I'm not sure that <clears throat> that's the pot. Like, I, I just. I, I didn't know, take but. any comfort out of the press conference. It didn't. It just. It, it, all, it told us all the things that we know already. Right. And the past, the person who was supposed to we fix gotta those. Get, we got to get stronger and more right. physical. Really? Uh, that's every year. Shocking. Yeah. I mean, no kidding. We can't make third and one. No kidding. I mean, but I don't know, man. I, it'll be it'll be an interesting offseason. That's for sure. Last year, we had such a good offseason and so much was laid back and exciting and pumped up and ready to roll. And and instead, now we we go right back to the old days and questions. And we are coming off a nine and eight season. And that's one thing I do agree with in the respect that, hey, man, it's not like we're 5-11. and 11. My fear is if we don't really add some good football players, that's the direction that we're going to be headed again. And we blew a great opportunity with a quarterback in a low, you know, in, in, a, in a friendly contract situation. Taylor Dahl makes, I think, makes a terrific point. The best players on both the Bears, Jalen Johnson and the Jacks, Josh Allen, last year are probably going to, get tagged this year instead of the contracts they deserve. Welcome to cheering for lost organizations, to which Broad Dog responded, be a pro. Stop the BS. Allen will be here long term. Dang. We are literally one field goal away, Cincy, to being champs. All the gamers on here need to learn ball. <laughs> uh, there's more. All right. There's more. There's Broad Dog comes to the defense of Trent Balky an awful lot, just like a certain burner account would come to the defense of one Kevin Durant. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm not saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> All right, you want to come back and do the 10-minute drill? Yeah. See what's see happening it. out there in the sports There's world? There's a lot going on. All right, this <laughs> it's a GFL Friday. Trust GFL for all your commercial roll-off needs. All right. Okay. Sports concepts and rationalizations. We call it the 10-minute drill. At the end of the drill, at the end of the drill, E likes to hand out some razzle-dazzle. E, what are you handing out today if the caller comes kind and courteous? If a caller comes kind and courteous at the end of the 10-minute drill, I'm going to give him a year membership to the YMCA of Florida's First Coast, valid for a household of two. Make sure you visit fcymca.org for more information. And I might add a little more sauce on it. We'll see. We'll see. All right. Uh, big news for you soccer uh, hooligans out there. Hooligan rhymes with Guggen. Uh, Jurgen Klopp, is that how you say his name? 
Or is it Jurgen with a, I think is it Jer- a soft I, J or a hard a J? J? Like Yogi. Jurgen Klopp, uh, who I guess is a big deal. Uh, it's headlines everywhere. I will leave his position as Liverpool manager. That's my uh, son's girlfriend's uh, uh, family's favorite squad, Liverpool. So oh. they must be up in arms over there. Mm. So shout out uh, Liverpool, though. Uh, shout out to the Wilsons as a uh, Liverpool leaving. Uh, Jurgen leaving Liverpool. Mm. He's yeah, emo- it was shocker news. He's emotionally exhausted. Is he? Yeah. 57 and emotionally I gotta exhausted. Say, I got to say, you know, I got to say, I just, I couldn't shake, I couldn't help but shake my head. SMH. At, at the Atlanta Falcons yesterday. I, I, don't, I'm, I mean, and listen, maybe the second time will be better than the first time, but Raheem Moore is 18 and 31 as a coach, something like that. You got Belichick. You got Vrabel. They interview both. Yeah. Uh, you got Pete Carroll. I tell you what, Vrabel uh, and Belichick must be real jerks in interview scenario situations. You know, I don't, I don't. Now, I, if, again, I, if they ask for you know power, there, there's so a whole what? Thing give that, it to him. If it's Belichick, you give it to him. And so what's the worst for it? I mean, these these people. Belichick wants too much power. Belichick's past his prime. Belichick doesn't have Brady. Okay, okay, okay. But he still want all those. Let me see what he can do with a yeah, you know, defeated organization. Yeah. I, I'm trust me. I, yeah, I didn't what, get it. They love. Maybe I'm wrong. They love Raheem Morris. They love him around the league. The yeah. Rams love him. Yeah. The Falcons loved him when yeah. he was there. We'll see. Maybe yeah. he's ready. Falcons loved him when he was on the Bucks. Well, maybe he was too <laughs> young. But he came to Atlanta as a as a assistant yeah. to Dan Quinn yeah. for a lot of years. Yeah. But anyway, I, I look. I, you'll know quick. You know, if you go seven and ten, eight and nine, you're not the guy. Yeah. You know, you don't have a lot of time with these guys. I just that's why this notion of building. You know. They don't want to go because it's too short term with Belichick. So what? Give me a short. It's just I don't, I don't know, that. man. I don't buy that. And if it's power, then shame on you for just not giving it to him. Yeah. What do you got to lose other than another ten games? Well, I was reading a little bit about the Falcons' structure, and I guess they got that McKay guy still around, and he's forever. And he just continues. I guess they finally had to tell him, "Look, you can't dabble in the football. Stop talking to the guys." But I mean, he's just giving his opinion. I don't. They might like talking to him. I don't know, but nonetheless, he's more in charge of the other side of the building and. And then he said he was talking to these guys 25 times a week, and that was probably too much, and I don't know. But we'll see. But it doesn't, doesn't matter to me. I just sit there in amazement, though, that, you know, okay, well, might be the end of the road for Belly. I mean, he's not going to get a job this year. That's an important window of trying yeah. to chase down he that He had record. to get a job this year. He can't sit out here. Well, I'm shocked that he would just leave New England without a – yeah. A sure plan. Yeah. he's. They say he's not getting the other two jobs. Yeah, I don't think so. The Washington job and the Seattle job are not going to Bill Bell. I don't he's know why, Washington, be, why, he's wouldn't gonna, he t- why wouldn't Washington want He's going to be 72 in April, yeah. which means he'll be 73 and 25. Yeah. I well, don't know. What do you do? I, 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 do you why think, don't we call him and ask is, him to be our defensive consultant? Is he shocked? Huh? You think Belichick is shocked right now? Or do you think he thought this was a plan? Do you think he's only halfway That's going a great for question. jobs? Who knows? I, don't, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I would, wouldn't you think? Okay, I'll walk away. They'll all want me. I'll pick and choose the best of what's there. Or is he not that? The guy came up with some of the greatest defensive game plans in history. Call call him right now, Doug, and see if he'll be your defensive consultant. And here's another thing too about the Falcons: why they fit him. They've got pieces on defense and on offense. They can run it. They got Bishop. They do what Belichick liked doing. Yeah, got a good tight end in Pitts. Yeah, they got a good running back in Bijan Robinson. So. He he probably could have taken the current Falcons in one ten. Well, I mean they they lost so many games, Hick, in the very last moments. Just un, you know, I, yeah. I don't get it. It's so Atlanta. I mean, it's it's not it's not drafting Luka Doncic and trading him for Trey Young, but boy, it's close. Yeah, it doesn't make it, it could to look, me. It could know. now. 
The other side of that is you're going to have, what, seven other teams will have passed on the guy this offseason. Strange. Yeah. Strange. I, I could see, because Tepper is such a knucklehead, I could see not wanting to work in Carolina. There's some of the jobs that you can. Why wouldn't Washington work for Belichick? Too hard a division? I don't know. I mean, I can't imagine. I don't know. I If he, I don't know. Doesn't make a lot of sense. Well, it doesn't seem to. That, that That's for sure. What do you make of uh, my thought that it's pretty much a done deal where the Jags and where some of, by, by proxy, some of Jacksonville's other events are going to be played if and when the stadium gets redone. And that, that Orlando is just completely postured. They're throwing another $400 million into their current stadium to make it uh, even My better. hope is that it's one year. My yeah. my hope, and that, I've said this all that along. That seems to be on the table. Yeah, which I like. Yeah, and, and, and my And even if it, but here, actually, that's not my hope. Here's what I would say. I would defer to the longtime season ticket holders. What works best for you guys? And many, by the way, what they're shutting down, many of those are season ticket holders. Like the upper deck is going to have to be. Hey, and that was a fair question from what, and I think this is what you're getting at. It's the same question Mark Lamping would ask. Yeah. Does our fan, would our fan base, they understand, would they rather play at yeah. home for you with limited seats? Yes. Or play somewhere close where all the seats are available? Yes. And that's, and by the way, if you're not going to the game, it shouldn't matter to you. Right. And you have to be open and honest in your answer. And you just can't. Now, some of you are just so, you know, especially Twitter people, you, you negative people on Twitter will just be negative about whatever they choose. But if you, at, if, listen, I've been a season ticket holder for, I don't know, I guess uh, 15 years now. But if, gosh, I can't believe it's been 15. Yeah, because Brooks is 19, oh, probably 12 years. 13 years. Anyway, um, I guess that qualifies me as a longtime season ticket holder, but I would defer to the people, I don't know, the the real, the ones who've been going forever, what works best for you guys. And, and but I personally would like the one-year plan, and then I really, and then I, and then I would be okay with whatever they come up with. You know what I mean? I, what, I, whatever I, the organization, because I'm going to tell you one thing, they're going to play games in London that year. That's a fact. I mean, I, it may be two, it may be four, Jeff. They may go over there for a month. Well, if they're not playing here, that wouldn't bother me that well, much. But it might bother others. Yes, who, are, so, who want to go to Orlando. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so that and that point I get. But but if it's just one year, I can deal with anything, I guess is what I'm saying. I I, I, I saw that Orlando is renovating Camping World, that's which tells I mean. yeah, me, that's, you know, Gainesville is going to be going through renovations. So it's, I, it's Orlando, I guess is what I'm saying. Based on this news, in Orlando seems also like is it. going to take this aggressive now. Like this is part of the – they want Florida, Georgia those years too. I don't know if they'll get that. I think those schools will play them on campus. Yeah, but yeah, I'll say this. Um, I think you made a good point um, earlier. Orlando's throwing four hundred million into that stadium. Four hundred million, right? We're throwing a billion for a for our team. Correct. So that should, gives you an indication that that'll let you know what it's what what the deal is. Yeah. So, um, but anyway, yeah, I, I kind of defer to the. Long-time season ticket holders and what they want, but I would personally like it just being one year. I'd hate the thought of them being gone for two football seasons. No, it's just, it's not the it's not because option I a would for sure. I, at, like my my boys would go down there, but I wouldn't go as much because I'm an older guy now. I don't want, I'm not going to get up at you know. Oh, of course. And if I'm and if I'm working, I may you know who knows. So I probably would be less. Uh, uh, so in that respect, I would defer to everybody else. What do you want? Do you want? To I'm not going to sit here. And go, ah, we better be in Gainesville, or you know, right? Because I probably won't go to as many anyway. Right. And, and take a quite frankly, uh, take a break. 
Yeah, I probably would keep them just because I like to support the team and and I thought my kids would go. I'm with you. I yeah, keep my. I, keep, I guess they just transfer down to whatever yeah. the stadium well, is. Well, to a point, but there's yeah. it's it's all changes. It's yeah. limited and I, like if you are a city who agrees to take on a team, mm-hmm. do you demand having a certain percentage of the tickets for your area? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how any of that works. Yeah, I, I have no idea. But I, I um, again, let's get the deal done. Well, this, we're heading into February. This guy Zverev has blown the semi at the Australian Open. He won the first set seven six six three. He was up like in the third. I oh, think he served lost for a match. Three then and he, four. He, huh? he lost three and four in tiebreakers. So Medvedev, the third seed, has come back on Zverev, who is uh, serving with the fifth set at one one. Wow! I bring this up to kind of uh, lead into Joker's gone thirty three yeah. straight at the Australian Open. An amazing run, uh, but that ends uh, to uh, unique center. I think it's neat that he never lost a semi or a f- final match until now. Till now, yeah. I well, it's uh, an amazing. And you you always look for that, you know that 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 crumble, right? You yeah. look for that that weakness to start to show. And, yeah. And so this will be uh, used as that. You, you know, if I had to put betting money on whether or not the Joker wins a major this year, I'd still say yes. I would too. But Alcaraz is coming, man, and I know he lost here, and th- that's fair enough. These two dudes are good players. Yeah, yeah. It's the first time that without without Nadal, Federer, or Djokovic in the Aussie final, I think they said since 05, but it may, <laughs> they may have said 15. There may have been one year uh, more recent yeah. than that. All right. Pretty incredible. Um, Best video I saw yesterday. Oh, best video. Yeah. This okay. could go into trending. Mm-hmm. Have y'all seen? I mean, I, this is going to disappoint me because you're both on social media. I think I may come up with a piece of time. Now, you know what you're going to tell me? Oh, that's old. That was from last summer. Right. I think it's from now. Did you see the video of Kevin Kisner? Has anybody seen the Kevin Kisner video? I don't think Not so. Not those, all those putts? No. Okay. So, oh, where he hits a kick guy in the head? Yeah. I saw it the other day. So, th- they're... There's this popular little <laughs> trick shot that you see on social media and on golf videos. It's not a hard one to pull off for the really good golfers, but they'll have a, a, a person stand in front of them, ET, six, eight feet, and then with a 60-degree wedge and an open, they'll hit a flop shot. It'll pop way up in the air, and it'll go over them. Mm-hmm. Well, Kiz lined up his – it was a college golfer. He lined up his guy, and, you know, he has his back turned to Kiz. Kiz goes, takes the club back. He's – it's a sickening sound, by the way. Pull the video and just play it. Play it sound up. It's like a thwack. Anyway, he blades it right into the to the back of the dude's cranium, man. <laughs> Golf balls hurt, by the way. Yes. He goes to hit a flop shot, and the kid's standing six, eight feet away from him. He goes to hit that flop shot. You've seen Mickelson, and we've seen a lot of guys do this. A lot, they'll do it over a wall or over a shrub mm-hmm, or a tree, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. you see people do the trick shots where they'll do it over uh, a player and Kiz blades it right off his gourd, man. Like the Gilligan's Island sound effect, mm. just like thwack. So, I mean, yeah. Hey, Kiz, you can't miss. Yeah, what are we? What is the point of this anyway? Oh no! Like right? Like you want to prove to me that you can hit a flop shot? Okay, let's go over there and hit it over the shed, man. I don't know. Hit it over this fence, over a car, a truck, a hover. Let's don't hit it off the college coffers the base of his skull. I've got. Are you these. looking at the video? No, I've seen it. I got. E, what do you got? He's got a. Ooh, he's got that. Ooh, bitter lemon face oh, in there. E. Oh, you hear that thwack? Oh, one more time. E. You hear the golf club, and then that second thwack—that's the ball hitting my dude in the head. Noggin, skull. 
Hit my skull! Uh, uh, the first one and the second one's right after because he drilled it into him from six feet. Can you give me that one more time, E? <laughs> oh. Oh, man! Wow! I'm down, man I'm down. Whack, bro! Man down, man down. We need to take that dude to the hospital to make sure he ain't got any brain bleeding or anything. That's not good. So there you go. That's the kind of video I've come up with for you today. I've got the photo of the guy who's done it and you just can't do this what happened? man what do we got this is the lion fan and the lion fan has never been more sure of anything so he's got the oh, super, super bowl, bowl tattoo. tattoo oh, oh it never ends well why do you do that it never ends well my brother yeah, just wait man just wait it's okay <laughs> He's got the lombardi he's got the lion logo he's got 2024 champs Oh. Diehard Lions fan was certain his team was going to be good this year. Got a tattoo. Alex Chapeska got the artwork in August. I've never been more sure of anything in my life. Chapeska mm. told CBS News Detroit, "I knew they were doing it. It's happening." Following years of hardship, the super fan saw potential with the team with Dan Campbell in 2022. Last year, halfway through the season, I kind of fell in love with Dan Campbell and the whole organization, which had given me a lifetime of heartbreak. Oh, Chapeska, why? Why? I hope you're right, Chapeska. You got to win two more, Chapeska. <sighs> While some critics are calling his tattoo a jinx, Chapeska says most people are supportive of the extreme commitment. There are a few haters out there, but mostly everyone's been positive. The longer it goes, the more people are getting on board. Well, we know that, Chapeska. He's out there at the Lions game showing off that tat like a nut. Didn't we have a Jaguar guy got the Jag Super Bowl before this year? Didn't we see that? Uh, we've done it. I don't know. Yeah. I'm sure we have. Oh, Chapeska. <laughs> We're coming back I, to you on Monday, Chapeska, if this doesn't go well. Better I, go I wanna, well. I, I just, I, if, every day I find myself uh, Google search like first thing in the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, to get more on this this Kansas City debt. This oh. thing is not over. It's not so simple that the four dudes are watching football. One goes to bed. The other three freeze to death. No, there's Sorry, a, dude. Yeah. So now a, one of... Did you see the... I am going to be your correspondent. We can have a daily update on this. Oh, I am on this story. All right. And so today... What do you got? The parents of one of those found dead... Oh, boy. Says the three men, quote, saw something they shouldn't have. Oh, the parents of one of those found frozen Ooh, to death. How would they know? Believe their son's death may be more malicious than officials have led on. Uh, 37-year-old David Harrington was found dead outside of pal Jordan Willis's home, Jan 9, two days after he had gone with his friends to watch the Chiefs take on the Chargers. The bodies of Ricky Johnson and Clayton McGinney were also discovered on the property. Willis says he has no idea the men were outside, mm -hmm. according to his attorney. Mm -hmm. He had slept for nearly 48 hours after the game and only learned that the bodies were there when police visited the home for a welfare check. Time out. 48 hours? E, you ever slept for 48 hours straight? <laughs> Man, no. You ever slept for 48 hours straight? You can't sleep 48 hours straight. It's not possible. No. While the victim's families anxiously await the results of toxicology reports, Harrington's father says he's, quote, not buying Willis's version of what happened. Yeah. He and his mother both convinced Jordan Willis played a part in this somehow. We just haven't figured it out how yet. What else could it be? Perfectly healthy men don't just drop off the face of the earth. Yeah. There were four of you in the house, and now three of them are dead, and you're not? Doesn't add up. I'm thinking he, the three of them, learned something or saw something they shouldn't have seen and decided, well... I need to get rid of you now, friends or not. I, I'm on board with that. 
And I know yesterday you said they've investigated and reinvestigated. They say it's not a murder, but and, yeah. there's three. The other interesting thing is in the backyard where they were found, there's huge windows of the house. Like you would have seen them out there at some point. You didn't sleep for 48 hours. Right, that's a lie. At some point you got up and walked around, had something to eat. I mean, are when, you kidding me? When is 48 an hour nap? Unless you did the drugs with them. When is a yeah, but when is a forty-eight hour nap ever a valid alibi? <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh, that wasn't me. Where were you? I was sleeping. I don't really. Think. What about Tuesday? Still yeah. sleeping. Yeah. What about Wednesday morning? I was still asleep. All right, that's that's a ten-minute drill. All right, six four one ten ten. Tell them what they're going to win. E, if they come kind, come courteous, and come correct. Oh, I got a year membership to the YMCA of Florida's First Coast of <laughs> valid. For a household up to two, make sure you visit fcymc.org for more information. Holla at your boy. This is a good one. This is a celebrity. Uh, this, is, this is my pest of the day, I think. Oh, is it Alyssa? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you can do it then, but Alyssa. No, I will let you. I will just set it up, and I uh, heartily concur yeah. with the opinion that's about but, to be expressed uh, by one Daniel Patrick Hicken. You guys need to trust Mission Pest Solutions like I do. They'll be out <laughs> Uh, again, early next week for me, um, the last thing you want, and there's always a reason for those pests to try and infiltrate, man. If it's cold outside, they want to come in. If it's hot outside, they're everywhere. For termites and all the other uh, pest issues you may have, you need a solution, and that is Mission Pest Solutions, uh, veteran, uh, veteran and locally owned, um, it, a staple here on the First Coast. You can trust them for customer service. When you call 944-PEST, you'll speak directly with the owners and get 25% off when you mention 1010XL. Alyssa Milano, who is a, you know. Multimillionaire. Made, yeah, is, who's the boss, right? Mm-hmm. And then charmed as well, right? I mean, two hit television shows in her career. My son's baseball team is raising money for their Cooperstown trip. Any amount would be greatly appreciated. You can read more about the team and make a donation here. My son went to Cooperstown. If I if I had tweeted something like that out, I think I would have caught some hell. I mean, it's just it was it's it's anyway. Alyssa, so Gary Sheffield Jr. chimes in on Twitter and says, "Sorry, Alyssa, I'm going to donate to Jeff Bezos's." <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> right? How out of touch are you? She, you know why she's doing this? She thinks that's being a part of Americana. That's you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, that's what Americans do. Hey, game yeah. when guy when teams have this. No, no, no. Not when their parents are millionaires, Alyssa. Yeah. And by the way. It'd be one thing if you were proning, hey, the kids, this is how you're supposed to do it. The kids will be over at the, you know, the, 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 you know, San Bernardino Taco Bell doing car washes. Right. Come by and support or ever yeah. make them work for it. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. But to flat out ask, like you just got, like your community just got hit by a tornado. Yeah. It's... When you make millions of dollars. Her husband's also a millionaire, by the way. Is he? Oh, dear. So to plead for money on a GoFundMe for a bunch of rich kids? What in the world, dude? I felt sketch enough when we would drive in from Mandarin over the bridge in our, you know, SUVs and Escalades to come to the Suns games and hold out a helmet trying to raise money. I know. And we're nowhere near that, but to flat out ask for it on social media? (laughs) Man, they're so out of touch, these Hollywood types. So there's your pest of the day brought to you by Mission Pest Solutions. Yeah, you won't have any pests once you trust uh, my my fellows over there at Mission Pest, veteran and locally owned. Call 944-PEST. Uh, the Gators got a uh, transfer portal guy, an older guy, one year of eligibility mm-hmm. left, a safety from uh, Washington. Yeah. That's a nice get for them. They've moved up to 24th now in the transfer portal ratings uh, in 
FSU holding steady at three. There's so. not a whole lot of but, top. But uh, they were in the fifties, so they've added a couple. They got the kid from Bama. Mm-hmm. They got two good players of late. So I will know, say this from a, from the somewhat retooled roster: mm-hmm. if they stay healthy mm-hmm. and the guy coaches like ninety eight percent smart, yeah, right. Can't have a bunch. Can't have four or five no. key moments a game where you do the wrong thing. Yeah, where you try a trick play when you should just take the first down. Where you Go for two when you should take the extra point. When you let the last minute of the clock run off without being aggressive. When you send two guys with the same number out to return a kick. When you can't get your units on and off the field in a timely manner and you have to take have to take penalties and ultimately cost you a field goal on a bowl trip. When you, mm-hmm. like, if they can button up a myriad of mistakes that really didn't improve enough from the first game of year one to the last game of year two. Yeah. And they stay healthy. Yeah. But the depth isn't there, Dan. And they're, well, they're, you're not gonna, they're you're a five not, and seven team. You're not going to buy this, I don't think. But there's this dude. His name is Brad Powers. He's I want to buy. Let the record a, show. He's a better. He's college football power ratings. He's a, he's a gambler college football guy. Right? And this is what he put, by the way. Um, it's the toughest power rated schedule in 15 years of doing this. A team ranked around 20th would go 6-6 six and six against this schedule. Don't think the Gators are a top-20 team. I don't – we've talked about that. Yeah. If you're a 9-3 yeah. and three team, you'd yeah. go 9-3 and three against that schedule. It yeah. is not overwhelming. That's just not fair. Well, it's I, a good I, schedule. I stand by what I said no, about you're, it, but, but and I, you're right. I do think that it's – again, though, you're when you're playing in the SEC and you have – and then you have – Miami and FSU on the outside, that's probably not the smartest thing to do. Especially I get when it, you're but trying Miami and FSU are not Michigan and Ohio State. No, oh, but one went 13-0 last year. Now, you get Miami, Sanford, and A&M at home, but again, if you're a, if you're a 6-6 six and six type football team, you're not going to win all three of those games. That's correct. And okay. Billy Napier, in, 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 in fairness to reality, not optimism, has not won those three games. Right, and then, you, go, ever. And then, and then you have to go to Mississippi State, and then you come back play UCF and then you got to go to Tennessee and then you got Kentucky who you haven't beaten in forever. And then, it, and then, and that's just the prelims. Honestly, that's your then you seven. Get to, then you get to the meat. That's your seven prelims. You get a week off and then you get a murderer's row. And I mean, my God, just think about going through playing Georgia and Texas back to back, both on the road in essence, one here and one in Austin. And then you get to come home and face LSU. And then you get Ole Miss yeah, and then was, you go to FSU. I mean, yeah. that is you again. Yeah. That's a, that screams. If you go five and two, you could finish like you did last five year. But, and seven. But, but you know what? You got to find wins in there somehow. Yeah, then you're yeah. a bunch of losers. Yeah, you got to find wins. Uh, that's that's the thing. You don't just oh, okay. Well, yeah, we'll lose. Those okay, are but tough again, things. just so you know, yeah, Georgia one, Texas two, LSU fourteen, Ole Miss seven, FSU sixteen. Right off the rip. Yeah, right, right now. Now one of them may fall, but. Yeah, but here's the other side of that. Hick, mm-hmm. you gotta you, then you know what? If you're gonna if you're not gonna compete with the big boys, you gotta do what Todd Golden's doing at least. Beat all the guys that are the same as yeah. you. Mm-hmm. You know, and Florida will play another team like that in basketball tomorrow. Mike White and Georgia come to town for a yep. for a noon tip off. And one thing that Golden has done this year in particular, they don't have a bad loss. They've beaten most, if not all, of the decent teams that they're supposed to beat. Florida's got to beat Kentucky, Hick. Yep. You know, I got to beat Texas A&M and UCF and or or I mean, I know Strickland's triple down. I just I don't know how how long you can keep going five and seven and maintain control of the job. You know. All right, let's do this. We got the quarterback whisperer coming. And I'm in, hurting so. right now for, for a certain thing, Dan. I'm feeling it today, and this is rare for me. Et still, oh. it's hitting me hard, man. I don't know. I'm like a junkie right now. <laughs> yeah. Talk to me. 
donuts, man. <laughs> my dog been asking for that donut. I am craving donuts. Like, you would not mm. believe Dan Hicken. And you know me, especially in the last, I don't know, year and a half. I don't eat a bunch of donuts, do I? No. I don't walk around here shoving donuts in my gullet. Like, like I'm on, you know, some sort of sugar trek. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, man, mm-hmm. I am craving. You know what donut I'm craving right now? Can we give a free plug? I'm listening. It's simple. Gosh, it's thick and delicious. Just a fresh, straight up, plain glazed Publix donut. Yeah. yeah. I like that. It's kind of like a thick, gooey, isn't it? Listen, Denny's not afraid of a donut. He's nodding his head in there. <laughs> he ain't afraid. All right, this is the uh, this is the drill. It's a GFL Friday. That's green for life. Look at those bright green trucks and cans. And trust them for all your commercial roll-off need. It's good to pick Denny's brain about a bunch of quarterback topics. But I have another football question for you. You know football. You know coaches. You were once a outstanding coach in Jacksonville, Florida. <laughs> outstanding for the FHSA. Before you, you were barred. <laughs> but anyway, I, I, I scratch my head about this Belichick thing. And, yeah. and, and so am I wrong? I mean, what, what, like, what would, like, is he in there just demanding too much, do you think? Well, I mean, what, what Belichick are you getting, though? Well, I hope I'm getting the guy who, through the years, has, you know, made the greatest uh, game plans and, you know, the things you go back and listen to him and can shut down teams at any time on the defensive side of the ball and the guy who's rejuvenated because he's coming to a new place and wants desperately to prove that he can win without I uh, would be worried that I, I'm getting the Belichick of the last couple of years, and not by, like, a win-loss record, but, man, it, there's always drama up there. But there's, I don't ever think like it was the, Belichick the coach. I think it was Belichick the GM that screwed things yeah, up. And so right. I would say, well, listen, okay, but these guys are the guys who are going to give you your, your – What's going on with Vrabel? Another guy. See, that's take one him that too. I, I thought Vrabel would be like the first guy. I, I just assumed he was going to New England. All I can guess is that these guys are are very prickly. <laughs> maybe I mean, they, honestly, maybe they don't want to work next year. Yeah, I, I mean, maybe that's the thing too. Maybe you know, if I'm Bill Belichick, then my time's pretty valuable. I'm going to want things a certain way, and maybe yeah. they're just not willing to do that. I'm will be 73 when the yeah. following year season kicks off. I, look, these guys are young, interject. I mean, they're the. It's a cliche. It's true. Seventies to sixty. Sixty. He's seventy-one, about to turn seventy-two. Wow. Yeah. So if he sits out this you year, miss the next a year, year uh, you want he wants Shula's record. He's Fifteen away. I can't. I'm just shocked that he would leave New England without a sure thing. I mean, you're an Atlanta fan. Did you want him? Yeah, you did. I I, I hear what you're saying. There, there's validity. I'm not going to shout down everyone that says right. You know, unless you're like, oh, Belichick sucks. Well, that's stupid. He's got six Super right. Bowls. He most certainly they didn't win six Super Bowls. Just because of Tom Brady, that's also silly. There were a lot of years right. where Brady didn't do much. They were complaining about Brady that he wasn't good enough. They'd win 2017. Vinatieri was the star for the first two or three Super Bowls, really. You know, a drive. I mean, he's a top three coach of I, all time. I just, I mean, listen, if I'm Atlanta, I'm saturated with loser DNA. You know, mm-hmm. let me get the GOAT and see if, if he can't fix it, then oh well, but... I mean that's that's what very he, it worked for Tampa. Yeah, I mean they just right. brought the DNA just in for two it. years just and try it. Yeah, that's not a bad. I, I just either. I mean yeah. it's obviously hasn't worked for sixty years in Atlanta. Yeah. So let's the, the the best to ever do it. Granted, hadn't been a great run the last two or three years. Granted, you can point to if you didn't have Brady, but I promise you, you could point to Dungey if he didn't have Peyton. You can touch you know you can point to a lot of guys. I mean, in Cleveland he had crap quarterbacks. That explains why he had one winning year, and. Now, if you want to blame him for who his quarterbacks are, that's fair. But at the end of the day, other places, maybe he wouldn't be putting that guy in. That's yeah, all I'm no, saying. No, I, like the Falcons with, I don't, 
know why people wouldn't think the Falcons wouldn't win if they got Kirk Cousins and Bill Belichick. Because people aren't paying attention to how good that roster is. It, it right. is it's better than I mean, that, that's you know. the reason why. But, I, I mean, do we know how much NFL coaches make? And do we know the range? No, but I, hit, I did hear this. That's a great point. And, and I did hear that they don't divulge NFL no. head coaches' rosters or salaries. But I heard Harbaugh had 12.5 mil on the table at Michigan. Mm-hmm. So he was asking 18, probably got more like 15, but. And I, I wonder, I've always wondered Oof. this. I've always, and not saying this has anything to do with the topic. Yeah. It just yeah. kind of like made my mind think about it. What's the lowest paid coach? Who's the highest paid yeah. coach? And what's the difference in yeah. the NFL? Yeah. Because nobody knows anything. No, we don't know. I, it's I mean, amazing. is somebody out there making 2 million and somebody else making 18 million? I, yeah. I, I have yeah. no clue. I would suspect it has to be. Five at the lowest. I, I would think you? so. I would think so. I mean, but who knows? Yeah. That's a great. It's a great uh, question. Hey, have we seen? Uh, you know, with the advent, and I know you're you're more into the higher levels now. But has recruiting recruiting still hasn't come back for mm-hmm. high school football players? It's 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 really a sad process now. And I'm I'm a year removed from it, but. I still hear stories from friends and such, and, and there are good football players out there who just simply don't get what they should be getting. If it, It's it, worse it's, this it, year than it's been the two previous years. Yeah, it's years. just sad. It's, it, I was telling a parent the other day, I have not heard from a small school yeah. in two years. Yeah. And and I used to this time of year, man, it was, right. I mean, non Why is that? Transfer portal and and these extra years the, of eligibility yeah. and and if and to be fair, like if you're a Division two school, like you probably would rather have the guy that fell down from Auburn who's got two years left than and some eighteen year old. Yeah, he's, that you don't know about. He's played college football. He's older, stronger, yeah. more mature. But it is sad. It's it's really sad. And I well, think where does the young the young guys landing somewhere? It's still the same amount of jobs. We're just filling them different. If you're elite, 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 you're still getting what you're getting. Yeah, but mo- there's more middle guys of, mm. than ever. This just high school is it for huh. them. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. happened. It seems like it's the same amount of jobs. Mm-hmm. That's strange to me. Et, I have a. Can I get the breaking news, please? I have a breaking news update. Talk to me. In fairness, you know if we're gonna blaspheme. Sweet little, she went from sweet little Sam to naughty little charmer. Mm-hmm. Uh, from Gary Sheffield Jr.'s Twitter account, hot mm-hmm. off the presses, breaking: Alyssa Milano has agreed to cover expenses of all the kids on their trip to Cooperstown. <laughs> Clap it up! Alyssa. That's what it's all that's about. Shout out! Yeah. yeah, you know what? That's a hick and lean on Twitter. Is yeah, what that that's is. That's what that is. <laughs> wow, that took yeah. a turn. Yeah. yeah, she caught hell. Hey, uh, Canes fans <laughs> want to wow. know. All right, you're right. How much is it? Hundred grand? Okay. Canes fans want to know what to expect and how big of a potential oh. game uh, changer it is with Cam Ward down there yeah. at quarterback. I know that's a guy you're familiar with. So yeah, yeah, yeah. But the Canes keep doing this, right? It was it was Derek King was going to be the guy, and that, you know they they keep, mm-hmm. they've been in. Search and also, of, kind of what happened? Like, what background can you give us on? Because was he here or did he, he ever here. make it? He no, made he was it here. here. He started he here working for, with you. Gosh, three weeks. <laughs> he was here for three weeks so doing draft us, prep, and yeah. and I think that he never hired an agent. Okay. And just kind of kept his options open, and and um, I think the Miami situation just was like, I, you know what, I'm going to do one more year. Yeah. And in his mind, he was going to find either the perfect situation or he was perfectly fine, fine going into the draft. Okay. Um, and so Is I the don't perfect know. situation include cash money. Well, I mean, it has I don't to, think, but I mean, I don't it, think there was any more than what anybody else offered. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know that. But, yeah, I, just uh, I mean, it was if, pretty competitive for his I mean, services. But he's a good player, y'all. He's yeah. He's put together really well, and, the, and I was telling somebody this about him. 
he came in last year mm-hmm. and threw, and then he was just here and threw. And the difference in last year Much and better. this year, not like the stuff we do, just physically. Yeah. It's it's Huge. so it's so it's interesting. Let's see if he can be the difference maker down there. But as we're having this conversation, and I'm just kind of going through Kane's football in my mind. I mean, the period of irrelevance it's pretty clear. It's when the quarterback pipeline dried up. When's the last time Miami had a quarterback that that was uh, made any kind of impact in the NFL? Well, you, and uh, you're talking NFL, about you're talking about Kelly and Kozar and and uh, Testaverde and yeah. high picks with guys like like Walsh and yeah. you know when's the last time Miami who is the best who is the last best Miami quarterback and they thought many times that they've had a guy they thought Kaya could be the guy they thought you know who you know, it was is is Van Dyke and but they, then he just fell off he was going to be the guy yeah. two years ago he was like in the first round first round yeah first yeah. rounder Kirby Freeman see what I mean. I mean, yeah, been, Joe Hughes guy. Like, has it been anyone? Since, is it Dorsey? Is that how far you got to go back That's to a, a guy who's question. really relevant, a really all-star level quarterback? And so this is their latest attempt, and this is a one and done, right? Yeah, yeah. This you know, is a by the done. way, that, they we can sign. say the same thing about FSU and Florida gang. It's this is it's 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 just common to all of them. FSU's been in the wilderness since Jameis until Travis showed up as an All-American. Florida, outside of the Werfels and Tebow's, aren't. Aren't very good. No, 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 no. That's a great point, especially about Miami. I hadn't thought about, but um, but I mean, I don't, I don't know what's going to happen down there. But I know this: you can do just about anything with Cam. Like you can run any offense. Right. He can run a pro style offense. He can run spread. Um, he can RPO you. He can do all that kind of stuff. And he's a really, really smart football player. So I mean, they're getting, they're getting a very. Good, there's a reason why he was what everybody wanted in the portal. Um, he, he's he's got a pretty big engine on him. They're getting a good player. I just think that you know twenty again, million. They're saying for Harbaugh. Somebody said that Peter King has reported it was eight. It's eighteen. It was eighteen a year for Peyton to the Broncos. Wow. God, it's so ridiculous. They have um, so much wow. money. They print it, burn it. Wow. Doesn't matter. I just make sure you got the right guy though. Back to your guy Cam. I I can't help but wonder. And I, again, I don't blame him. But was Miami getting in? Miami added some kid from. Um, Albany, Puffenberger or something like that. And that was it. I mean, they struck out on everybody. And Mario's going into, you know, he's going into year three. Same questions down there about, like, Billy Napier. He desperately needed somebody. And I wonder if the ante got upped. I got to assume it did. And I don't know And I don't blame him. Good for him if it did. And I honestly don't know what happened with that whole thing. But but you're right. I mean, you looked up and – they had a bowl game where they were worried about having a quarterback for it. Correct. I mean, and then you went from that to just really crickets. I mean, they signed one of our guys, Judd Anderson. Okay. Um, and then they took the transfer, and then you're like, wait, y'all still got more room. That's an empty room. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so, I, yeah, That's you're right. problem. They needed the pressure. So, I, maybe they did ante up a little bit, but good for Cam. He's. I think it's a win-win. I, I think, ultimately, it's better for him to go back for one more year. You do, yeah. Okay, yeah. Another year of seasoning. Yeah, he's a guy that could find his way. Now he would have been first, early second. He would have been what in terms of? Would you think? I, you know, we hadn't even gotten year. to that point. We hadn't even got. There. Yeah, I, I don't. I mean, know. he wasn't a first round pick though, or no, he would have had to work know. his way yeah, into yeah, it. I, I didn't don't see think him so. there. Yeah, I don't yeah. think so. I, I really, I'll find that out in a couple weeks in yeah. uh, Indy. Yeah. All right, it's time to play the special <clears throat> playoff edition. Et, if I can get some music. Oh wow! <laughs> it's time to play. Know your quarterbacks. Okay. Oh, okay. I like the mogul. And the whisper. Okay. All right. These are questions about the quarterbacks remaining. Okay. Remind me who the four quarterbacks still remaining are. Birdie, Goff, Lamar, and Patrick. Okay. Okay. Which of the quarterbacks remaining had the most passing yards this year? Oh. Dan Hicken. 
How much time do I have to answer? <laughs> Man, you got to get this out because I know. Yeah. Yeah. You do? Yeah. Uh, I will say, uh, I will say, uh, Patrick. Okay. It's Brock he Purdy. goes with Mahomes. He goes Brock Purdy. <laughs> Jared Goff? <laughs> Jared Goff. I knew it was him. 4,575 4, yards. Uh, Brock Purdy has 4,280. Mahomes, 4,180. Okay, so I won because I was ahead of him. Okay. Uh, Lamar, by the way, 3,000. I won't ask which quarterback ran for the most yards. I'll do you all a favor. Lamar Jackson. Which of the quarterbacks remaining had the highest passer rating? That's Brock. Brock Purdy. Yeah. yeah. 113. Which of the quarterbacks remaining had the second highest passer rating? Yes. Lamar. Lamar Jackson. <laughs> Look at us. Both over 100. Purdy, 113. Lamar, 102. Jared Goff, 97. And then slumming down there in... Man, Mahomes sucks. Mahomes, 92.6. Which of the quarterbacks remaining are responsible for the most touchdowns this year? I'm going to go Lamar. You're going to go Lamar? Yeah. I'm going to have to do some... uh, Adding... I'm going to do some adding. I don't think he ran for... Yeah, he would have to have run for a lot, huh? I, well, I'm not giving you all any... I'm just going to... Y'all just think about it. It's not Purdy. You no, know, it's not Brock. It's probably not... Uh, it may be Mahomes. Yeah. I mean, because they're the team that throws the most down Touchdown the passes. Although, Lamar with the... Uh, I'd still... The I'd most still like touchdown like passes guess. responsible for... Um, I'm uh, again. You're gonna just uh, you guys talk about all your favorite quarterbacks. Well, I, <laughs> I guess got to add. A, I just Josh make, Allen. I, I don't want to say Josh Allen. I don't want to say the. He had fifty touchdowns. But he's not playing. I don't want to say. It's not his fault. I don't want to say the wrong guy. I. I um, well, what's Lamar's number? And I'm going. Okay. I, I just had to, I had to add the the I had to add the rushing to the top two guys. You know, you were that. You were the. You were the good. highly appreciated huh? host of Beat the Brains. You know how game shows work, <laughs> and yet here you are scrambling. I don't understand. By the way, I never got an invite to that. You never played Beat the Brains? No. Well, it's not his fault, but he was. No, uh, it's not the, I can't do it all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't be Chuck Laurie and Pat St. Jack. Beef would, be. Beef would always go because he'd get a little bonus cash. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, uh, this is actually fascinating. This would be a good. What I should have done with this one, I should have said, I should have put in order. From most to least total touchdowns because they're all over each other. Yeah. Here's a funny little stat for you. How many rushing touchdowns did Patrick Mahomes have this year? Five. That'd be zero. Huh? Wow. Okay. No rushing touchdowns. Wow. So that will put Mahomes with his 27 touchdown passes last. in last. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Lamar threw for 24, but he only ran for five. That's 29. Oh. Jared Goff threw 30, ran for two. That's 32. And Brock Purdy threw 31, ran for two. That's 33. Brock, Brock Purdy. Purdy. Hey. MVP. Brock Star. Product of the system. Oh, there you go. Just a little. <laughs> know your quarterback with the whisperer and the mogul. Sorry. You know, I, I know, just, Sorry what happened. Here's where you screwed up, Denny. And this is because I'm your marketing up. guy. I told you guys I'm just dying for some donuts. I am man. too. Here's, your, here's where you screwed up. That's the guy you should have said Drew Brees about. Yeah. No, no doubt. You would have been dead on. No doubt. Even better. No Potentially. doubt. Potentially. No doubt. I mean, yeah. Yeah, in hindsight, yeah. I, mean, I was telling somebody this the other day, though. If, if you mm-hmm. watch him, mm-hmm. um, was, I love watching him play. Not just because – because there's a lot of guys that we train that I watch just like I watch everybody else. But him, 
I don't know why he don't get credit for the three plays every game that are spectacular. Spectac- like, like Purdy, yeah, yeah, because he throws one like he'll drop it in over the linebacker, barely right around to a spot, and the receiver will come out of nowhere. There was one to Jawan Jennings the other day, and he lit, and I saw it from down low, which made it so like, where is he throwing it? And then you see Jawan Jennings reach up and snare it. Do you remember like, the one against Jacksonville? Damn! Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, he he does this every game. Yes, and he does. I, I don't know why he does. I, I I'm not going to go there again. He wasn't no, what, wasn't great. Golf. It's funny having you don't this conversation. He was in the NFC Championship. He wasn't great against Green Bay though. Less than sixty percent completion. No. Uh, passer rating. We told you one thirteen regular season, eighty six point seven mm-hmm. in that one game. Now wait a you want to get Lamar wasn't great against Houston either. Three for one hundred and fifty yards. Bro, he produced four touchdowns. He was oh, the quarterback of the. That's different then. Yeah, <laughs> he and he ran for a hundred. Yeah, he, he ran, ran for hundred. Yeah, well, I mean that's well, I mean part I, of the there game. was somebody on the station yesterday. That said to me, Lamar was the highest rated passer week one, 121, on 121.8, uh, flat, uh, Purdy 86.7, but 113. It's only one game, by the way. You want to know it gets real, real quick? That Detroit pass defense oh, comes he's to gonna, town. He's going to shred them, yeah. by the way. You're going to be really happy yeah. after uh, well, it, it was, whether they win or lose, but Brock Purdy's going to put up huge. No, bet the over on Brock Purdy this weekend. Well, it was said to me on air this oh, week on oh, this station okay. by a host. Oh, I like it. Who, who it said he said it. it Matt Hayes, uh-huh. he said, uh, <laughs> he says something along the lines of like, obviously now, what do you think about Brock? He's not a championship quality quarterback or caliber quarterback. And I'm like, what? Oh. Am I living in an alternate oh. world? Is he not playing in a championship game yeah. this year yeah. for the second year in yeah. a row? Yeah. I, don't, I, I, I don't even silly. understand. That, that, well, that's I tell you what, I'll, I'll give you an idea. And we, sh- and you know, to be honest with you, I don't know if we get the ESPN effect here at the radio station sometime. Mm-hmm. And you put enough shows on after, after, after hour. There's always yeah. somebody who thinks something. I mean, it's their prerogative. They really believe it. I always question when ESPN does. You can't really believe that. You're just throwing it out there. No, I. I How can you have any pressure at all on Brock Purdy? That's just. I, I, I completely. And I love you, Matt. I, I love do too. You, Matt. But that's we silly. got into it. Uh, that's silly. <laughs> during it's the show. totally silly, and it couldn't be any sillier. The guy is. More than double down improved it this year. It's that's yeah, that's a well, bad. I mean, take. we talk about how we overanalyze like these first round quarterbacks. This is the last pick in the draft. The guys are overanalyzing. Uh, it's more more than yeah. <laughs> now again, that's when does what Jared get one bad game? When does Jared Goff go to the Lions and say, um, you know, yeah, he run, went, run me my coins. Yeah, three touchdowns, no picks in his say? two games. Huh? What's he? What's he? Making? I'm looking. Um, Jared Goff's passer rating in two postseason games now combined this postseason one eleven point eight. No picks, three touchdowns. Yeah. Safe to say I, he's trending into the most underrated player, not just this year, so. but for a long time. I think so. I think so. He's just a good player. He was player. underrated with the Rams. What is this, year seven or eight for him, right? Yeah. I mean, this is this is that quarterback prime that that we talk about. And good for Detroit for just sticking with him and not jumping to the next flashy thing. Like, they thought about, like, this year he He earns a base him. salary of 21-6, roster bonus of $5 million, cap hit of $31 million. Uh, that ain't. No, he's about to get four. Contract notes, $57 million guaranteed at signing bonus, 2019 salary, 2020 salary, 2020 roster bonus. That ain't the uh-uh. what all the boys are making. No, no, he's about to make 40. He's about to go. Yeah. Isn't he allowed to go sit there and go, I mean, you know, look, I mean. I, you know, I mean, he, may, if he wins this week, he'll make 50. Yeah. I mean, if yeah. you're a Super Bowl quarterback, you, you should already be paid like it. And by the way, he's earned it. Yeah, no and doubt. He already is, yeah. He yeah. says he already is a Super Bowl quarterback. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he went there. He's trying yeah. to become the fifth guy to take two teams to a Super Bowl, right? Yeah, fifth I'm sure. Quarterback. I'm, I, I, I have a sneaky suspicion on something. And I'm tr- so I know why we don't 
appreciate Brock. I mean, everybody talks about right. kind of his size and their yeah. But why why don't we appreciate Jared? That's a great question. What what is he doing differently that I think he had such a bad. I think you know what it is. I think sometimes you get to be a slave of that first impression. And first impressions in LA was overmatched. Remember, they had to bring in like a a Case Keenum or somebody, didn't they? Didn't he bounce through year one of the job? That was Jeff Fisher. Oh, either way, regardless. I think you're asking me why. That was long ago. I'm trying to give you a a re. I don't know. I'm trying to come up with a reason. You you hated him. I mean, you didn't like him. You didn't like him with the Rams. You thought it was. I didn't either. No, Seems I didn't like, either. He don't I liked him okay. I really did. I'm not going saying that in hindsight. I mean, you take a team to a Super Bowl, you're doing something. I wonder who a guy who had, like, a quarterback who had that terrible first impression but overcame it. Mm-hmm. I mean, are there examples of that, or are we just – Yeah. Do we just make a decision well, on somebody and at stick At a different there? level. But Josh Allen? A different uh, level, but going. Yeah. Rich Gannon was just a journeyman, and then he had an MVP season at, like, 35. Yeah, I mean, it was, was kind of like when they give the no, Hall of Fame to somebody who just passed, though. That was like at the very, very end. Yeah, like, but he was great. He took a team to a Super Bowl. You just said yeah. if you take a team to a Super Bowl, he took a team to a Super Bowl. It just seems to me like golf, he doesn't make that big play. Yeah. Uh, you know, like, because, like, Amon Ra, he, 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 they don't make that big play. You know, they're, they're he's well, like they a 12 had, in, in fairness, they haven't had much opportunity. I mean, they're right? just getting good. Mm-hmm. I mean, the fact of what he's done in in, in Detroit this this quickly. Yeah, uh-huh. you know yeah. that's a big undertaking. That's like yeah. Trevor coming but, here and winning. These are miserable franchises. If he does not have a good game on Sunday, it will all start again. Yeah, yeah that, that should it right. shouldn't. It's right. how far he's got. That's how the right. that's how the NFL. He should is. be. Un, he's unapproachable. If, I, if, if, he's beyond reproach. He. They all have bad games. Dak went out with one. They're you know Aaron Rodgers gone out. But with I'm them. just telling you, that's the way it is. If Brock Purdy falls flat, yep. they'll be all over him. If Lamar doesn't win, he's he'll. They'll they'll kill him. It's unreal. It's crazy. If, actually, if, if Mahomes, you're right. you're right. If Mahomes, even Mahomes, who's held in a Mahomes is the only one I think who gets the free pass. He should. He's and, yeah, I, I don't disagree. Yeah. He absolutely should. But I feel like he's the only one who, like, I don't think there will be. Mahomes could go through four interceptions, and I think they'd say, well, you know, because he's not gonna. I mean, all, <laughs> all of them have earned it. Though. Yes. I mean, if, if you get to this point in the season, you you have earned. Look at look at Jalen Hurts, one yeah. year removed from going to the Super Bowl, played so outplayed Mahomes in the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. made throws that I said this kid can't play to yeah. the point where yeah. they they he was supposed to be the quote unquote MVP. Now yeah. they're talking. Uh-huh. Well, I mean, we right. talk about last year. I mean, earlier this year, mm-hmm. it just kind of it kind of yeah. happened. It, it but it. I guess it's just a brutal game because then you look at Brian Johnson, who yeah, your guy. was a good friend of mine, yeah. and, and and I mean everybody was talking about he's gonna be the next head coach. Yeah, and fired, fired, gone. I mean, it's just it's it's a what a business. It's an unbelievable business. <laughs> it really is. Doug Peterson yeah. catching hell here. Yeah, you know, you, last year he was couldn't do anything wrong. Oh, last year, this year he couldn't do anything right. The city would have chipped in to sign him to a lifetime contract Correct. last year. Correct. Yeah, there was never more optimism than one year ago, right here with this. Franchise and that head coach, even Balky. <laughs> well, and the good news is we didn't go four and thirteen like we prone in the past. Yeah, so we true. bottomed out at nine and yeah. eight. Hopefully, these guys can have the wherewithal and the sensibilities. We've had. Well, you can't have another D plus off season. We had a D plus off season. You can't build into a winner setting yourself back with a ridiculously bad draft. And what Trent Balky did last year, you'd sue for. Unprofessionalism. There's two times in Jags history that I remember where they just kind of sat still, and that was after uh, 2017. Yeah. Right? And that was last year. I wonder if that's when your franchise, like, 
when your franchise is bad for a long time and then they taste success and they just say, oh, well, I don't want to mess it up. Yeah, I'm too yep. scared to. I would be that way. Yeah. I mean, I would completely be that way. Because if you think back to, to both those drafts, That's especially 17, it yeah. was like, okay, what do we need? Yeah. Like, so I, I don't know. I mean, maybe the – that would be an interesting study to go look at the roster turnover. Yeah. Excuse me. Of the best teams throughout the league from year to year. Yeah. Um, and, and see, do the winning teams still turn it over as much as, as they did before they were winning? We took Taven Bryan, and we all know that deal, right? Instead mm-hmm. of – we could have taken Lamar, but we just yep. signed Blake. And, again, we didn't sign Blake to an earth-shattering contract. No, and Blake earned that right. from his play that previous year. DJ Chark, who's – just a guy. Ronnie Harrison still in the league. Will Richardson gone. Tanner Lee. Leon Jacobs. And Logan Cook, our best pick of the draft. Yeah. yeah. Logo. Shout out. Yeah. Hell of a punter. I mean, epic draft right there. Yeah. Oof. Not good. <laughs> Not good. Denny, it's good to see you, my man. You what too. do you got cooking? You We've never had a good GM. I mean, the GM here has never played to rave reviews. No. I mean, Coughlin was both, so I don't like conceit. I'm, I'm talking about like the traditional GMs we've had since. The best picks we've ever Shaq, had were maybe. Like, I don't know what yeah, he did. Yeah, I don't I look back. Yeah, yeah. But, but Shaq yeah. blew it. He blew it. And he took Byron left, which would yeah. suck. What were you right say? there? The best picks what? Were the early ones. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. mean, Jalen, he was a good one. Jalen was a good one. That was one. I mean, like, Telvin was a good one. these guys have one good there's, class. Yeah, but there's certain, yeah. there are certain, in fairness, there are certain no-brainer picks. Like, who was Jalen if we didn't take Jalen? Who else was uh, I think there was the board? A, I think there was like Des Bryant. I know that makes too too late. But there was like a receiver or something that we may have. Who were we looking at? Or maybe who, it was, who a, was a the, pass uh, rush. I, there was someone. I don't. We took Jalen fifth. Yeah, who who went right in after? Two thousand sixteen. Was that the Was that Miles Jack as well? Yes. Yeah. We traded up to get Miles, which was good. Uh, we could have taken instead of Jalen. Ronnie Stanley would have been a great pick there. By the yeah, Jalen was a good pick though. He was. DeForest Buckner. Yeah. Jack Conklin, Leonard Floyd, all any one of those guys would have been fine. We might have taken Vernon Hargraves. <laughs> Laramie Tunsil went 13th, and he only went 13th because of the gas mask, which, by the way, he has proven that you can be a heck of a pot smoker and play effectively in the NFL. Hey, by the way, Miles Jack, real quick. Miles Jack was like, we all agreed he was the best player on this team for a couple years, right? And now he's just a journeyman. Yeah, he's, he's he the best player on this he's team. Done. Done. He was with Pittsburgh, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah, right. he was in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the best player on this team yeah. is out of the NFL. And same with James Robinson, largely. James Robinson's amazing story. But that's injuries, too. Yeah. Those guys need yep. – Miles – I think we always knew Miles was going to be short-termed yep. because, of the, because of the knee. Yep. All right, my man. Good, good chat. Denny Thompson, our Thank friend you, here, hanging yes, out sir. with us from Six Points. Uh, we got more coming up next. Hoping if you, if you, yeah, yeah, there we go. Uh, here's hoping if you play golf with your buddies that none of them suggest uh, hitting a flop shot up over your head like 
our guy Kevin Kisner did yesterday, if you missed that, has a college golfer. He's out on the golf course around the practice range. He's going to do one of those trick shots. You've seen it before. Uh, uh, an accomplished golfer will put poor unsuspecting, you know, six, eight feet in front of him, and then he'll open up that 60-degree lob wedge and hit that high little flop shot, you know, show how good they are, show off a little bit, hit it up over, you know, some six-foot dude's head. And then there's kids who rifled it right into the back of the dude's skull. I mean, thwack, thwack. That's how it sounded. Oof. Uh, listen, we've, we've talked about Trent Baalke in his press conference yesterday. I, I think a good way to describe it is, is this. I just I didn't take any comfort out of it. Like, there wasn't a whole lot comforting from Trent Baalke. He told me a bunch of stuff that, yeah, I had recognized already. I think I may have been more, the, some of the more concerning was his continuing to believe in players that our eyes and other people's grades have said just aren't up for the job. The center was yeah. ranked the 36th center yeah, in was, the NFL. There's 32. Yeah, he was not good. And you, not good is, is being kind. And the other thing I didn't get with Trent, and maybe it's, I'm just dumb, but he threw terms at us that like systematic like, when you're saying it's a systematic problem, are you telling me that the scheme sucks? Are you telling me, what's, what's that mean, systematic? Uh, another term he used over and over again, onboarding. What does that mean? I, I don't know. What does onboarding mean? I don't know. We didn't onboard our players properly. And you could tell he was, and like, instead of saying, well, the rookies weren't very good, which he's not going to say, which, I, I mean, I understand you protect your players to a certain point. Why? But, Cut them. Get some that work. But, but. He suggested, well, we, our, our coaching staff didn't implement the rookies enough. Well, I don't I don't agree. I'm going to implement Tank Bigsby when he fumbles the ball every time he goes in the game? No, I'm not. Right. So I'm not well, going to onboard one, one him. Of, one of the complaints yesterday, and I've counted 44 questions and answers from Trent Baalke, so he did stand there. It doesn't mean you're going to love everything that you hear him say. I, I thought 90% of it was just master of the obvious stuff. He sees the same issues we do. The difference is he caused them. That's the difference. Yeah. There's an irony in sitting up and talking about we need to be a more physical football team when you're the one that was responsible for building a physical football team and you haven't been able to do it in three years. It's it's kind of weird. It's almost like he's up there talking about something, the job someone else has done. Yeah. So it, it, it excuse us all for not believing in and not for not believing in the in the front office for not believing that they are going to not screw us up further. It this just offseason. sounded a little bit like it's everybody but me. There's a, yeah, and again, I know he took some responsibility, but the, and there's a and again, he said false narrative. So okay, I'll 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 take your word for it, but I'm not sure I believe it. Quite honestly, I don't know if there, uh, you know, if I, I I truly believe that there's not a little tension now. Again, when you don't do what you're supposed to do, obviously everything's looked at. And you have that right as a GM to ask questions. You should. I just think that you're thinking the wrong things. He also said, I mean, he, he kind of, I don't want to say contradict. That's too harsh of a tone. But on the one side, he said they can't stay pat this year. The team will look, quote, very different. And then ET cut 32 from Trent Baalke yesterday. So on the one hand, earlier in the question, uh, by the way, he said he's not worried about his job because we, you know, we did suggest that maybe that should be a question. The shot told you, you know, shape up or ship out. But he had said earlier, you know, that 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 they, you know, they shouldn't have stood pat like they did a year ago and that the, quote, team will look different next year. Yet a little bit later, um, talked about different, but to a degree. This isn't a team that finished, you know, two and 15. You know, we finished nine and eight, one game out and not good enough. 
I get that. But yeah. it's not a team that needs to be a, a total overhaul. There, there's good players in that locker room. There's good coaches in that in this room in this building. There's good personnel people. We have what we need in this building. We just got to add some more to it. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't know that I agree with that. I uh, hope it's true. Nor do I. But I. I don't know. I. I mean, nine and eight, and and listen, we played the good teams this year. And that all what happens? Yeah, we whacked. got whacked. We got whacked. Yeah. Did so, we beat a good team? Buffalo. Yeah. We beat Buffalo. Yeah. But well, we played Baltimore. Played San Francisco. Right, but listen, let's understand. Played Detroit last Trent, year. Trent Baalke is yeah. not speaking in truths. He's speaking in opinion. Yeah. His opinion. Yeah. The truth is our offensive line was graded worst in the league. That's the truth. You can be opine all you want about it's this, that, or the other. They need to do this. It's a developmental league. It ain't the XFL. Yeah. You like to consider yourself developed when you win 10 games and win a playoff game heading into the next year. What you don't do is sit on your hands like you done arrived, like you fixed things. What an in in hindsight, what an arrogant, obnoxious approach to last offseason, not making us any better at all. It does. Look, he said he's doubled down on Ridley. Sky's the limit. Wants him back. It was a year of knocking off the rust. I don't disagree that we need Ridley back. I said that. Yeah. from the get go. So I'm I'm fine with that. As Zay Jones can go. And I've had enough of Zay Jones. He's, he's unreliable from an injury standpoint. Yeah. Served a good purpose here. Yeah. So one, if Ridley come back, y'all cool with him being that number one receiver? Well, well whatever. I one, wouldn't two, mind adding to it. They're the same. Right. I wouldn't mind adding to it. But, I mean, if you bring Ridley back, you're not bringing in T. Higgins. Right. But, again. So what? I'd take Ridley and Kirk and just, you got to hit somewhere, though. Mm-hmm. You got to draft good players. Yeah. And the fact that you've missed on draft picks. Like, I don't know if you're sitting there believing – Telling yourself that Brenton Strange is going to become a good NFL tight end, and that, and that, and by the way, he said, you know, he said, well, you don't get four starters when you're picking in the twenties. Okay, maybe, sometimes you do, but maybe you don't. But you, you damn sure got to get guys who help the football team, and nobody did. You know, we got Anton Harrison. That's, that's it. it. Yeah, Parker I mean, Washington made a few plays late when he had to when he was forced in. That's one of those somebody's got to make a but play. But he did. Yeah, he also I dropped mean, punts and he also I get it. But rookie, he also didn't get gets, out of bounds on the goal line. Was, that was the last, Tell me the last rookie receiver we had that caught six in a game. I don't I'm care. Just I, that's our. I I don't want to compare us to our team. I want to compare us to what champions do. And what champions do is they get a six round receiver who's good, and that's why they keep playing. And they find a guy in the sixth round who can contribute, in the seventh round who's a player, and in the fourth round who's a starter. Our fourth round pick didn't play a snap this year. You know, we keep drafting these linebackers when, I don't know. <laughs> I just don't think we have that many good good players, quite honestly. I'm sorry. They're NFL players. I understand this. I'm, I'm, but they're not elite players. No, I, I, yeah, I wouldn't disagree. I think you're right. You know, I, I agree so with what So we do saying, need but, a bit of an overhaul. But I'm, I'm, I'm saying – I just mean in Parker Washington's case, to be a rookie and to at least step up when you were asked late gives you at least a reason to wonder. I mean, he only played half a year. And you sold us Smoot and Chasen, and I love uh, Dewan Smoot. He's a great dude. But he dude. was coming off an Achilles. But you knew he was coming off right. Achilles. You knew he wasn't going to be ready till halfway through the season. Yeah, so, just, again, yeah. man, you got nothing out of anybody not named Walker you know, they, and they, Allen. They get- and now you've pissed off Allen's people. Uh, right off the rip because you you haven't even talked to him yet. Why haven't you? All right, let's uh, take a quick timeout. It's a GFL Friday. <laughs> Why are you uh, stopping me? Well, because my dog was on a roll. Eight minutes over. <laughs> That's all. Oh, we are? Yeah. Here we go. Sorry. 
again. Atlanta hires Raheem Morris, and Carolina turns around and hires Dave Canales. I just... <laughs> I guess they all want their guy, man. Six-year contract, Panthers give Dave Canales. Who? Baker had a great year. He's had some good quarterbacks, I guess. They want to get something out of... Out of... Uh, Their quarterback up there, Bryce Young. So it's over for Jim Harbaugh. He's going to go move to L.A. See you later, Ann Arbor. Uh-huh. It's not a bad move, I guess, considering where he's going to live in L.A. And I'm assuming he's going to live wherever the heck he wants to live. Hey. Uh, Harbaugh told the Detroit News he'll say goodbye to his Michigan players today. He's going to go to Baltimore to watch John and the Ravens, the AFC championship game on Sunday. Then he's going to get to work with the Chargers. And Monday, head back to L.A. for good. Yeah, Vin Diesel over there. What we got? Fast and the Furious. We got a half dozen donuts, man. You want a job done, E.T., you do it yourself. <laughs> Fast and the they Furious. They look delicious. Looks like you we were to the- dropping hints to the Googans, and they didn't respond. No, 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 no. I, I wasn't expecting the Googans <laughs> oh, to make okay. I was just literally expressing how badly I was. Did it, you eat one on the ride back? I'm not to touch the thing. We're going to eat them in the break. Well, I haven't eaten one on the way. If you were uh, so desperate, you have them. Well, Why wouldn't you pop I, the box and knock one out? That would have been impressive, too. I'm not an animal. All right. Okay. All right. I need. I have what I need here, and I can just you know wait patiently until uh, the next opportunity. So, I, I desperate times call for desperate. I've not had a craving like this in a while, and so I just you're darn right. Uh, me and the BHW had a, a beautiful little uh, moment. Oh together. yeah, that's fantastic. That's fantastic. Always good to see. I saw her this morning. Harbaugh spent his last two seasons as an NFL starting quarterback with the Chargers in '99 and 2000. He was glad that some of the people he got to know are still with the team a quarter century later. Obviously in a different place now, a different town. And he says this is his last stop. So he's going to go there to try to win a Super Bowl. I wouldn't bet against him. No. I'll keep it in Southern California. Keep it in L.A. Congrats to E's guy. LeBron. LeBron says he's, quote, humbled. He's the first 20-time All-Star in NBA history. It's, it is awfully impressive. Dude's averaging 25, 7.5, 7.5. Seven seven he's at, um, he's, he's the best age. old player in the history of the NBA. But not even close. Not he's, even he's close. He's maintaining his. Yeah. Not even close. Best old player in the history of the NBA. I saw this, too. Do you remember the story from the WNBA All-Star game where Sabrina Ionescu hit the 37, right? The mm-hmm. 37 three-pointers hit a ton in a row. Well, the, the microphones, hot mic, hot mic, they like, overheard. Uh-oh. Uh, they caught and overheard S- Steph Curry before their game yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, he was shooting around. He asked one of his players, you know who holds the record for three-pointers? And the dude, to his credit, goes, Sabrina? And, he's, and he, so he gave him credit. He says, yeah, I might have to challenge her. So it looks like at the All-Star game mm-hmm. that we may see a, a Steph Curry, Sabrina Ionescu oh. a three-point shooting. And that's, there's only one guy puts it all here. At, you know, this is can't win for Steph. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, um, got a big birthday tomorrow. Who does? Steph does. Oh, Fr- Freddie T. Oh, oh happy tomorrow? birthday, Freddie! Oh. Gonna be forty. Forty-eight. Golly, forty-eight. He doesn't look. He doesn't look. Yeah, forty-eight. God, dang, Fred, you're old, man. <laughs> forty-eight. Happy birthday, Freddie T. Wow. Hopefully, you get a great present here this year. Yeah, good. I mean, right? we're just a couple weeks away. I don't know. He's in the room. I, don't know if they, I have to ask Sammy. I don't know if they've had their meeting yet. They they're, did. I think I saw. I think Zoom I read meeting? that he zoomed already. Yeah. He's already talked about him, and he and, and and some of what he is using is are the words of you know Ray Lewis and others. Yeah, that's good. They played against Fred, so it's a it's a good approach. I do think Fred, Fred may have the biggest like bounce from a guy being in the room of other guys. 
Yeah. Because he has stats that you just really, like consecutive 1,000-yard seasons. Yeah, uh, yeah. Seasons with X amount of 100-yard games. Yard per carry. He's got a lot of those kind of things oh, that, yeah. that, add, that add up to a Hall of Fame career. Did he have Hall of Fame seasons every year? No. No. But he had a Hall of Fame career because he had a lot more. Lot, he had the consistency that some of the other, you know, flavors of the year didn't have. The Sean A's, the Priest Holmes, the Jamal Charles. The, there's a bunch of them. You know, would have have a year better than Fred, but wouldn't have a career, wouldn't have a stretch. Um, but back to uh, the All Star game. Uh, uh, Jalen Brunson didn't get in, but they have no. Uh, That's just starters, though. Yeah, yeah, but he, he should be a starter. Charles Barkley really spoke up for him last night. I thought that was cool. But listen, that's. Nick's fans' fault. They didn't vote for him. Well, he didn't have what, enough fan vote, and 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 you should in New York. Trey Young. Right? Trey, yeah. I saw Trey Young was second in the yeah. backcourt voting until like right up to the end, and then the NBA must said, "Wait, what? No, <laughs> <laughs> stuff the boxes." Oh, Atlanta, you guys know how to do it down there. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, what about this little golf rumor hot nugget out there with Anthony Kim coming yeah. back? I would think and it's clearly, hot, but I don't think anyone knows who Anthony Kim is. Anymore. I would agree, but the golf world would be a buzz if it's for ten years he's been gone. But clearly, to me, this is a live thing. He well, he took he's an, coming back to play live. He took an injury settlement, by the way, so uh, to to not never play again. Yeah, that's what happened. He he, he cashed in with those lawyers right. in London, and so that's why he's avoided playing. Golf. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but Kim at one point was like. Ryder Cup, wasn't he? I mean, yeah. did he reach that high? Yes. Like Anthony Kim won on tour, right? He was, he was going to be a good player. And then yes. he got, I can't remember, he got injured. And he was, by the way, too, he was a wild child off the course. So that's what oh, the yeah. deal was with him. Gambler. Partying, gambling. Yeah. Big time. Big time. So, yeah, I, I um, come on, man. Which of these Super Bowl potential matchups would you prefer? Can I ask you one more question, though, before we get to that? Yeah. Just to go back to something that Balky said about the draft and, okay. you know, when you're picking that low and once in a while you get four starters or whatever. Okay. So <clears throat> the Lions had the same record as the Jags a year ago, right? Uh, yeah. Nine and eight. They yeah. missed the playoffs. Mm -hmm. They drafted this kid, Jameer Gibbs. Contributor. Helped him. Jack Campbell. Helped him. Starter. Sam Laporta. Starter. Brian Branch. Starter. Yeah, you find areas where you're weak and you replace them, sure. It's 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 idiocy, and he doesn't do himself any favors when you when you vet some of the things that he says. That's fair. But again, it's an off it is kind of a unique situation because he did say one thing that's true. It's not like we're two and fifteen. But you just Correct. don't you just ratchet Correct. up your expectation as you ratchet up your success. Yeah. Just how it goes. Now what'd you say to me about the Super Bowl? Like of the four potential matchups, which one is the most appealing to you? you I like the way now, again, I'm biased, right? Because I'm talking, but I like the way the season started. It should end the same way. Detroit, Kansas City was a great first game on a Thursday night. I would love that game. Detroit won that game, didn't they? Yeah. I would love to see that game and uh, again, and it would give us a full circle of the uh, season. I think Detroit is. But I don't think that's going to happen. I, mean, I think Baltimore and, and San Francisco, I, I feel very confident, are both going to win. You have three uh, franchises here with multiple Super Bowl titles and then one who's never been to the Super never Bowl. Been. Ne I, yeah, never, never been. Yeah, never even been. I guess the Ravens have never lost one. They've only been twice and won them both. Yeah, I, I, I was at the Giants one in Tampa. Yeah, beat the that was a blowout. The, yeah. Terrible game. Future Jack Jermaine Lewis, I believe, scored in that one. Yeah, return to kick. Yeah. Is he the one? The Giants went with Kerry Collins, a quarterback. Oof. How did that Giants team make this? So there's some team, like how does the Bears with Rex Jim Grossman? Jim Fossil, the coach. Bears and Rex Grossman Just made this Super Bowl. Once in a while. Ugh. 
Every once in a while. I guess. Every once in a blue moon, something like that will happen, but not very often. Not yeah. very often. So we'll see. Um, All right, let's come back for the uh, nasty fourth and final hour of the program, third for some of us. It is a GFL Friday. That's green, green for life. I'm about to. Go, I'm going two donuts deep in the break. Okay. Et, would you like a donut? You know you. You know you boy. Hick, want you a want a donut? I'm good. This is the drill. Maybe I'll go three deep. As they say in hockey, let's do that hockey. Let's right. talk hockey. Yeah. Nick Luco. The puck stops here. Yeah. It starts here. Yeah. Got a home game tomorrow. Playing good hockey. Right, Nick? Don't you feel good about what the team's been doing of late? We're moving up a little bit in the standings. We're kind of jockeying with these with these teams in our division. Where where are we? Give a quick little state of the uh state of the Iceman report, please, sir. Yeah, yeah. We're in a bit of a log jam here. Yeah. Uh, again. South Division's uh, really good again this year, and mm-hmm. um, we're right in the thick of it, kind of jockeying night in and night out for position. One night you can be in fifth, the next night you can be in second. So, um, you know, we talked about it last year. I think every every game from here on out is pretty much a playoff game, so uh, we got to be ready to go. I, I, I'm sorry for not knowing this, and I should, but playoff-wise, is it points or is it what spot you finish in? in the, like, how do we how do we determine how we get in? So it's uh, top four in each division. So okay. there's four divisions. Uh, yeah, top four get in. So, All right. Um, That's important right then. Now, yeah. Right now there's five teams in the South Division and the top nine in the league. So yeah. uh, there's going to be a really good team that's not going to make the playoffs. There is. It's five for four, basically, is what where we're at now as we uh, begin well, the second uh, half. We last, we last talked last Friday. They were going on their uh, little road trip. They they won in Atlanta, mm-hmm. and then they split in, in yeah. Greenville. Yeah. And I, I would – Think after that, two and ones are good. Well, and you, you know? and, and you've had a nice little four or five days off here, Coach. I would think that was somewhat needed. Yeah, for sure. We've played uh, three or four games a week for the last month there, so it's nice this week only having the two. We we're able to get some rest, get some really good practice time, which we haven't really had in the last month because we played, I think, thirteen games in twenty-five days. And Savannah, not a bad little jaunt either. I would imagine as far as road trips go, that one's pretty easy on you. you got a game there tonight, and then you return home. So. Iceman in the arena tomorrow night against that same Savannah squad. Break down that matchup for us. Yeah, they're a team that um, likes to slow the game down. So for us, we got to play to our pace, use our transition game, and and use our speed and kind of pin them in their own end. Uh, they're a team that like to pack it in defensively. They like to block shots. They got good goaltending. So uh, we got to take advantage of our opportunities and again play to our pace. I hate the Ghost Pirates. Uh, hopefully you find you find a victory. I was talking to a season ticket holder yesterday, um, a young lady who absolutely just loves the Iceman, and there are so many of them. Again, we're, the, the crowds down there are terrific. We're, you know, again, it's not like – I mean, this is, this is like 10,000, 11,000 in certain home games. It's got to be uplifting to, and just so much fun for the players to play in front of these crowds, Nick. Yeah, it's unbelievable. It's, uh, you know, I've never really seen anything like it in this yeah. week, night, night in and night out. And especially when you talk about Florida, you know, it's not a traditional hockey market, right. but I don't, I don't think that's very true anymore. I think with, with the igloo and the way our youth program's growing and, yeah. um, you know, the amount of fans we're getting every night and the support that we get from them, it's pretty cool to be a part of. All right, man. Well, have a good week end and let's get some dubs and a uh, nice little sweep of Savannah would be nice way to start things off. Hey, I hear you. We'll get it done for you. Thank you, Nick. Nick Luco is the you, head coach, coach of the Jacksonville Iceman. Iceman back home tomorrow night, and you know, as they just the boys just said, it's it's a 
Come a hot ticket. She, it's a fun night. She loves. Well, she's a sports fan, but one of the things that she mentioned, and we were talking about it, and I was always like, you know, again, I always tell people if you have never been, just go, and you'll be hooked. But, and it remains the one sport. I mean, I love watching my Rangers on television, but I, I you can't duplicate being at a hockey game on TV. TV has not figured it out. Never have. Don't know if they ever will. I liked what they tried. They quickly went away from it. I guess it offended you hardcore hockeys. I did not mind the glow. The, the, the Puck's it, hard to follow sometimes. Because they, yeah. they went in the – this has been 20 years now. But yeah. Fox tried. Mm-hmm. They put like a like a glow. Like when you see the um, – the golf blue streak, yeah, yeah. When you see the golf and it followed the shot tracer, yeah, it had a it had a puck tracer. So every time they shot the puck, it would follow the puck. I yeah. thought it was terrific. I don't know why they went away from that. Yeah, they did. And 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 the other thing that she pointed out, and she goes, you know what? I, one of the things I love about it is I'm not, you know, as as much as I love the Jags, September in in, in the stadium, it's 95 degrees there. I'm I got a little jacket on and I'm nice and nice and happy. <laughs> yeah, that's true too. <laughs> so yeah, I never thought of that one. That was a good one. So. Yeah, they they love the Iceman down here, man. Uh, Andy Kaufman and the boys have done a great job in marketing and getting fans out, and they are very uh, a lucrative franchise right now. Very lucrative. Looking at the midseason grades for the NBA teams, of which I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time on, I'm going to touch real quickly in an expert fashion on our two teams' uh-huh. grades. Okay, you're undergraded. They give the Knicks a B. What do y'all expect out of the Knicks? I, every time I turn on the, the the Knicks, they're playing a good team. Right down to the wire, if not beating them. So, I, I, as a Knicks fan, does this feel like a B season to you? No, B plus, it's a, a B minus, plus, yeah. a minus. Yeah. Right? I mean, I don't it's know been terrific. Is. We're eleven. I think we're eleven games over five hundred. Yeah, I mean, you're right. You're advancing. You're in better shape than you were. You're in position to have a home field, you know, home court advantage in the first round. So, I, they made a really good trade. I, there's a lot there. So, yeah. you know, whatever. Um, yeah, I'm happy about that. And, and then the Hawks. I mean, I, I I don't know what curve you're grading on to give them a D. I mean, it's an F-minus basketball operation. It's an F-minus season. Oh, boy. I mean, last year it was frustrating that the Hawks couldn't, you know, barely get over 500. Well, that's, that's freaking glory days compared to the dregs they're in right now. Oh, we're just been exposed by a lack of depth. The Trey Young-DeJounte Murray combo was just, is, is a disaster. And and so what will Atlanta do? They'll trade the better of the guy, Murray, before the deadline for law, far less value than it cost them when they got him 18 months ago. Is Oh, thank God for the Braves. The only team in Atlanta has a lick of sense. <laughs> just, oh, and they'll see the Falcons and their comical moves at the coach position. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, so we'll see. All right, we head into championship weekend here. Uh, we got two games. I... Trying to find, re- I think Kansas City has the best chance to quote pull the upset. Obviously, it's hard to imagine the Chiefs as an underdog, but it just feels like it's Baltimore's time. I just feel like some of the problems that have plagued Kansas City all year that didn't seemingly plague them a week ago will be back. Uh, I think a lot depends on you know the the Pacheco kid and if he can run the ball a little bit and give you know Mahomes some some options. If 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 they can't move the football on the ground at all and it's all up to Patrick, it's going to be tough. But um, it Kansas feels City's- like it's Lamar's time, doesn't it? Yeah. It feels like, and I don't yeah. know if they'll win the Super Bowl, but it feels like yeah. if a dude's a two-time MVP, he's been the first-team All-Pro quarterback twice in a conference with Mahomes and yeah. Burrow and all these dudes. He's yeah. just way underappreciated until he wins that Super Bowl. In fact, the guy takes a lot, takes too many arrows for as accomplished as he is. Yeah. There's always a yeah but with Lamar, so I'd just love to shut up the yeah butters on this one. I mean, I, and and I've thought this for a while. The game has changed. It's not 
six foot six quarterback has to take seven step drop and either and throw it four you know forty yards downfield. It's just not how you play anymore. And a guy like Lamar has been. I would say his he's been tamped down. He hadn't. They've they've named him MVP soon to be twice. He's been the first, you know, first team all pro quarterback twice. So he is getting his, you know, deserved regular season success. But there's you hear the naysayers for him more than any other quarterback, even more than Josh Allen, certainly more than Burrow, right? Yeah. Yeah. So for I, sure. I I kind of remain a I get a naysayer. I, but skeptical. But yeah. That's skeptical. fair. I Let's think I get been. put put him down twenty four fourteen in the fourth and see if they can come back. Yeah. That's well, fair. That would be uh, that would be an interesting thing to see, and, and I haven't heard about Andrews. I assume he's going to play or give it a go or uh, give it a shot. But I, the, again, the, the full champ- practice this week. Cha- so championship I- franchises find guys that step up behind them, and that's what they did with the likely's a good player. Yeah, the Coastal Carolina. Yeah, likely would have been. He was like a third round of year. Before. They also he's, took another. He's a little better than Strange, who went in round two. Yeah, and what they do is they take two tight ends. Uh, Collar is that the sure. Charlie Collar, the kid from Iowa State, who we talked, you know, knew a little bit about as well. And one of them pans out, and now you're gold, you know. And that and that's what they do. And they they've battled to find them receivers forever. And they looks like they finally found one with the kid from Boston College, good little running back. So um, they're in good shape. They're in good shape. Uh, bracketology is hot off the presses this morning. And Talk to me. Florida is falling like a lead balloon. What? Last I looked, they falling. were their last four out. Last I looked, now they're next four out. Oh dear! After so, a win, after a win, by the way, the last four buys include Mississippi State, who has the same record as Florida and a worse conference record, and just lost to the Gators in Gainesville. So make it make sense for me, Hick. A lot of ball to be played. The Gators are going to have to win. They're going to have to pick up a win over got to over an Auburn or a Kentucky. Yeah, and they're going to have to win every single one of the. Where's FSU? Are they in? Uh, in? Yeah. I, are they on the bubble? What are they? Oh, I would. Are they anywhere to I be would, found? I would. Not even mentioned? I, no, I wouldn't think okay. so. All right. I don't know how. And what if they beat North Carolina tomorrow? Do they become a. They yeah. might get into that last four out, maybe. Yeah. I don't so you have last four buys, last four in, first four out, next four out. And, and the Gators are at the top of the next four out. Again, if, if this is fair. If Florida does not make the tournament, which is very easy to make, there's 64 teams, bro. Mm-hmm. That's where the criticism. 68 teams. 68 teams. That's where, that's where it's fair to criticize. I'm not asking for, you know, again, you should make the tournament, if you're Florida basketball, in my opinion, seven out of ten years. You should well, they, make the they, tournament. Yeah, at least. You know, you say at least. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, don't, I don't see why Florida shouldn't make the tournament every year. Maybe one little bridge year every now and then, yeah. to, to your point. Well, Billy Donovan well, missed and, it. And Florida, even now, even with struggling the last couple of years, they're the third or fourth best program in the SEC. Um, not right now, but the, overall, yes. In the last, since, yes. I mean, you know. Since Billy Donovan got there. Yeah. And maybe even further. I mean, they also went to a Final Four in 94 with Lon Kruger. This has been a team that, that it's in the last 30 years has won the second most outside of Kentucky. It's funny how, how years, are every, years are different. Like the year after Florida won, it's back-to-back. Okay. They missed the tournament. I remember yeah. they kept them out with well, 20 won, wins. Yeah, 24. That's just 24 golly. and 12, 8-8 eight and eight in the conference. That's stupid. Didn't get in. That's so wrong, man. Ranked as high as 20th in the country. That's wrong. The following year, worse. 25 and 11, 9 and 7, did not get in. Man. Shows you the perception of the SEC that's changed, though. That has definitely And I also remember that they were criticizing Florida for who they played in December. I do, too. And they changed that. And he went and changed it. The following year, they got in 21 and 13. Got in the first round, then they went to the regional finals uh, three years in a row. 
They four years in a row. They went to the Elite Eight and they made the Final Four. Uh, Big Pats last year when they went thirty six and three and eighteen and zero in the SEC. That's the thing that should never be lost about Billy Donovan. He took three different groups to Final Fours. Three different groups. He took the Dupay Miller group. He took the Natty Championship group, and he took the Wilbekin Patrick Young group. That's a really good point. Yeah, that's the amazing thing about what Billy Donovan did. And then after that, he got to another regional final. Oh, then then he was gone. Then he lasted one more year. He went sixteen and seventeen, and he hightailed it. And Mike White came in and took them to the Elite Eight in his second year. And went twenty-seven and nine. Uh, Mike White was a perfect replacement, and the Gator basketball fan got all in their field. Thing, I just, I, I, of all of the disconnects, yeah. I mean, we can agree to disagree on football and the passion, yeah. To let this band of renegade analytic nerds, yeah, fire your basketball coach and make him so uncomfortable he wants to leave is one of the most unproud moments of a, as a Gator alum of I've ever been. This is yeah. a nice guy yeah. who took over an impossible situation yeah. with reasonable success, yeah. He handled everything, and you more, more than reasonable, more than reasonable, and Success. you idiots think you know it all. Think we're Duke? What a bunch of morons! Yeah, you were. You really are. You stupid, entitled yeah. Yeah. people. Yeah. Oh, you're so dumb. Dude went twenty-seven and nine. They ran him off. He wasn't good enough. You losers. Y'all suck, man. He took the same team Billy had that went sixteen and seventeen and went did. twenty-one and fifteen. Yeah, and he went twenty-seven and nine. Went to the Elite Eight. Yeah. Then he went to 21 and 13 and got in the second round. Yeah. Then he went 20 and 16, got in the second round. Yeah. Then yeah, they, he missed they, the tournament at 19 and 12, 11 and 7. Then COVID. Then 20 and 14, and let's get him the hell out of there. And the way these, and a small man, these social media little griper, yeah. you little yeah. panty waist, Gen Z whiny little bizzles. Oh, dear. Just a bunch of little bizzles. Talk you to got, me. You guys were pitiful. Think you know basketball. You couldn't win a game of 21 against a fifth grader. A little oh. pack of bizzles. That whole pack of, Thank remember you. them? Thank you, E. These jokers with podcasts. Which mom's basement? We don't know where you they know come from. You know whose streak could come what to an end? A bunch of I was, idiots they I was were. watching them last night. Nice job, Mark, dumbass. Mark Few. What about Zags. Him? They're, yeah, they're first out team right out. Yeah. yeah, It's yeah. crazy. I know I said this before. That doesn't sound reasonable, does it? No. Top seeds are Purdue... UConn, North Carolina, and Houston. So, pretty good basketball right there. I mean, it's just the point that there's not many sports opinions that I can't at least find something to say. I'll give you your thing. I can't just disagree completely 100%. But this whole basketball, we told you when it happened what a mistake you were making. Mm -hmm. And these little weenies, Dan, they'll Mm -hmm. hold tight to it. Golden can go five years and not make a tournament, and they'll say, well, he still wasn't the right guy. You still needed to get white out. Like Like the replacement years and not making the tournament if they have it. I think Golden's fine. I don't think he's better than Mike White. You didn't. You, if you're going to fire Mike White, and you better go have like your eye on somebody who's going to Nate Oates your program into the top five, who's going to Eric Musselman your program into Bruce the, Pearl into the Elite Eight, right? Not just the same guy from some other small school yeah. somewhere. Yeah. But it wasn't that. It was with the know-it-all, obnoxious stupidity that you whiny little wieners did this. You, you know, reaching out on social media to Mike White. You're just a bunch of losers, man. Mm. Oh, boy. End of story. Oh, no. And uh, and I wish Todd Golden well. I hope he can build it. I think this Gator basketball team has, has a ceiling. I think they got some pieces. I will right, we'll take a break. We'll keep it rolling. We'll come back, maybe give some advice out next on The Drill. All right, welcome back to the uh, program. We like to wrap up Fridays with advice for you Googans. Look, life is tough. 
We've lived it. We're here for you. I, and we, some of these 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 issues that you're facing out there, I mean, we feel for you. We're going to try our best to give you the best audience we can. Again, send your, your problems to uh, the drill at 1010XL.com. And, we, uh, and that's where we're pulling these from. But the mailbag is just filling up more and more and more. I, more it's and almost more. a podcast here just to you know, do an hour of, of keeping you people straight out there. But we have layers here of different, perspective, different perspectives, different ages, cultures, yeah, experiences, the, the cultures here, geographic, old man whites here, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Southerns here, Yankees there. We yeah. got it all, rural, all in one. Yeah. yeah. So here we go. Okay. E, if I could, please, sir, have some. Thank you. That's kind of where this thing's been trending every week. It's a... All right. This comes from uh, where does that say there? Ocean Way. Dear Drill. Shout out Ocean Way. I'm an unhappily married woman. Okay. With young children. Well, that sucks. I'm attracted to a friend of mine and my husband's. He's also married. He's a bit older, and I can't tell for sure if he has feelings for me, but sometimes I suspect it. He's made me jewelry and gifts, and I've caught him looking at me a few times. We've exchanged messages on social media, and he often asks me questions about myself, what I like. He's just so quiet that I can't tell if it means anything. I can never leave my husband or break up my family. And I could never break up someone else's family, but I'm starting to wonder and sometimes think I am falling in love with him. What should I do? <sighs> oh, Guganella. Oh, Guganella. This Guganella's got to be like 19 years old. <laughs> right? I'm just, I mean, who told her to write this? you got to be young. Oh, my there's, God. There's, uh, Guganella, I mean, I don't want to eat. Look, at some point, you just got to <laughs> lean into what's right and what's wrong. Uh-huh. You're married to, there's 10,000 reasons you shouldn't be pondering a relationship or sleeping with this other guy. He's your friend. He's your husband's friend. You're married. He's married. What are you doing, honey? Uh, we, need to, we need to get a chastity belt for our girl. <laughs> chastity belt out to Ocean Way. That's my answer. Settle yourself down there and, and refocus on your husband and your family. What the hell? So, sound like baby girl got that sexual, That she got that feeling. Yeah. So this is yeah. what you do, baby girl. You take your behind to the courthouse. Yeah. You get them papers. Yeah. You get that paperwork signed. It ain't going to work. You tell old boy, go to the courthouse, get his paperwork signed. Yeah. And then, you know what I'm saying? Go down yeah, to the motel. I just six. can't. I can't. I love. I love him. Go down to the motel. I love six. my guy. I can't endorse breaking up not one but two families. <laughs> I mean, I just, if you're not happy, you're just not no, happy. No, you just need to, you know, stifle your hormones oh, there, yeah. lady. That's all. When you, oh, how about this? Uh-huh. You really need to go back about five years and give the advice. If you want to sleep with other people, don't get married. Don't get married and have kids. And have kids. And, I mean. You, yeah, but she's talking like an eighth grader. Oh, I think he likes me. I caught uh, him looking oh, at me. I we got some immaturity issues here. Well, damn it, it Ocean Way. It looks like, I mean, from a distance here, I'm not the advice giver. I just read them, but uh-huh. this is doomed. I mean, she's going. She's for going. It. Oh, yeah, 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 that's why happening. I say you go to the courthouse. Yeah, it's for happening. sure. Uh, dear Drill. Uh huh. What is coming from? It's out of town. Let me see where this is. I see if it's postmarked anywhere. Jeff, do you see this anywhere? St. John's County. Hey, oh, the SJC. Hey, listen, the SJC is a big, vast place. It could be in. The SJC includes, like, you know, it, Ponte Vedra, uh-huh, St. Uh-huh. you know, and and Cafe Risque. That's uh-huh. all you needed. <laughs> both, both are in St. John's County. Dear Drill, I'm with someone who drinks and gambles and has made countless promises that have been broken. Is this Mrs. P? <laughs> I recently checked his Facebook account. And he follows at least 12 women in their 20s, most of whom he barely knows or doesn't know at all. Most of them are almost naked in every picture. Okay, okay. I told him. That bothers me. Fair. He doesn't seem to care. I told him. 
It's disrespectful to me as his significant other. That's true. I've also told him to think about the things he does that affect our relationship. To him, he's doing nothing wrong. To me, he's disrespecting me, and it's not the only time. He has written to a few of them telling them how beautiful they are. Am I wrong? No, you're right. I, the, you kids in this social media, dude. I, I'm just getting to the bottom of just how like important it is. Like It's such a status if you unfollow someone. It is. Or if you like something. Uh, and so even though this is past our time, Dan, apparently with the kids today, the standard is if you like another hot chick's stuff, that's wrong. That's crazy. So stop it. So, yeah, you're perfectly within your rights to ask him not to do that. And if he won't, here's the only thing I can tell you. Break up with him. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. Right? I, am I missing anything? Like yes, I, you are missing something. Okay, oh, what? Okay. It's just social media, baby. Don't say It's not that serious. Those 12 girls who are half naked who probably look better than you, he don't know them. So here's where the problem is. Uh-huh. Whenever you go check that DM, uh-huh. that private message, yeah. and that's when there's a problem. At the but very if, it's, if it's just a double tap, yeah. if it's just a like, e, what happened? Problem. E, what happened to know your worth, Queen? Yeah. Hey, know your hey, worth. You're not worth that much to him, apparently. If you're liking photos of people you don't know, you're a nerd. Man, I, well, that's I, a fact, I, well, bro. I'm a, I'm a nerdy nerd. Yeah, nerd. You yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm talking to you in there. I'm good with that. Be better. <laughs> Be better. I just like some images. Be better. I think we have time for one more. You're better than that. (laughs) Know your worth, King. Dear Drill. Thank you. Know your worth, King. (laughs) Dear Drill, my family went out to eat on vacation at a fancy Manhattan restaurant with some of, you know, brothers and sisters. Okay, they were on vacation. Went out One of them overordered and ran up a huge bill. When it came time to pay, he said, hey, let's put it on dad's credit card. Oh. Our pops is Was dad there? Our pops is well off and probably would have been okay with it, but I objected on principle. Okay. We ended up splitting the bill, which irritated me since my wife and I ordered much less. I can't talk to him about it because they'll accuse me of being cheap. What should I have done and what should I do in the future when it crops up? Because it will. This is so easy. Uh-huh. As soon as the, the first time the waitress approaches, you tell her separate tickets. And I don't care what y'all think. Y'all or this, we all run into this. By the way, you still, no matter where you are in life, alligator arms. Yeah, we all get that uh-huh, way. Uh-huh. We do. You know, some people when you when you get to a good certain spot, you'll play credit card roulette. Right, right. And you'll be out with four couples, oh, yeah. and you all throw your credit card. And whoever gets pulled is Boom. the unlucky winner. Uh-huh. But I get it. Listen, let me tell you where else this creeps in. This can creep in like on a guy's trip, a golf trip. Right. Like you all go out to eat, and they all eat all these crazy things. You're fine. I just want a chicken sandwich and fry. This thing will cost me eight bucks. Right. And then the bill comes for 870 and you're paying 100 bucks. Oof. So that's just, sometimes, you know, I would say this, except that that's the dinner you're going to. Doesn't, uh-huh. This doesn't sound like it happens all the time. Uh-huh. Like they don't have these kind of dinners. Right. And just accept that you're going to have to split it. And here's what I tell Mrs. P when we go out in those situations. Yeah. Uh-huh. Order the most expensive, most stuff that you want. That's how you counter it. Yeah. If you're going out with a group and you don't typically eat much or you're thrifty and you're going to split the tab, uh-huh. then, baby, you get the best thing you want. You get whatever you want. Run it. Yeah. That's what you do. Like yeah. a rookie Because they're like going to. dinner. They're going to. All right? You're right. Yeah, I'm not having grilled chicken while you eat steak tartare. <laughs> uh, what I would do, sorry, Dad. <laughs> yeah, you're right, Dad. <laughs> Sorry, Dad. No, I but, th- but then, you know, I'd probably send my dad send dad the money on the side if I don't want to beef with with, with, with with my people. Mm-hmm. Running on Dad's tab. Sorry, Dad. And then I'll, I'll Venmo him or tape that. Pop, yeah. This is what happened. Yeah. Charlie over here, he wanted to run it up and put it on your tab. I said, go ahead, but I wanted to make sure I took care of mine. Here you go, Dad. Okay. <laughs> I, I, love so it. You, I mean, 
my man here. It'd be rough to be in a family with E now. Hey, I grew up. He's angling. Hey, I had, we a, had, had, different... had a rough childhood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All, All right. That's there it. you go. Well that's, done, boys. That's drill advice. Keep Turn them coming. Turn home next. Uh, the drill at 1010XL.com. And the uh, advice is brought to you by Pet Paradise. Here's some advice. Trust the proven leader for all pet care service providers. That's Pet Paradise. I'm going to tell you just how awesome they are. Trust me on that, man. If you love your pet, if they're your, if they truly are a man or woman's best friend, then treat them right. And the best treatment you can give is the ultimate pet spa experience at Pet Paradise. Go to PetParadise.com and check them out today. We're back to put a wrap on and introduce you to Jaguars today. Next. Now, the two-minute drill. Brought to you by Tire Outlet. Tire Outlet is now hiring. Visit TireOutlet.com slash careers. Equal opportunity employer. All right, Jaguar Sunday is coming up next. I do have to mention there's a story breaking this morning. It involves Vince McMahon, the WWE, some scurrilous accusations. I, I I blush just reading it. There's no way I could talk about it. But if you're so inclined, you could Google NSFW, as the kids say. Mm-hmm. Wow. Safer work. If true, monster. Dude's a monster, if true. What you got coming up today on uh, the fantastic, fabulous <laughs> Trent Balky wrap-up? Yeah. We'll be Jaguars doing that today program. for sure. Yeah. We'll be reacting to everything Trent Balky had to say yesterday. Tom McManus will be with, nice. in with us for the whole show. And our question of the day, we could have gone Balky, but we decided instead. We got two conference championship games okay. this weekend. Who do you think the Super Bowl matchup will be? Yeah. Are you leaning away? I A lot of my opinion on the NFC game comes down to whether or not Debo's healthy enough to go. Gotcha. Um, If he doesn't go, I think Detroit wins. Wow. He was limited in practice yesterday, so that's his first time being on the practice field this week. Feels like that's angling towards him being able to play, and I think if he does play, San Francisco wins. And on the other side, you know, I've thought it's been Baltimore for weeks now, and now we get to the AFC Championship game, and can I really make myself put – pick against Patrick Mahomes. That's called the boogeyman. The boogeyman's right. under the bed, right? In that big a game. Yeah. You know, uh, and so I'm I'm still debating which way. At least I on go. the road, you know, he's these these ultimate games in the conference championships have always been at home for Mahomes, so this one will be uh, <clears throat> on the road. Uh I feel like it's Baltimore's time and <clears throat> I'm a little separate from you on the NFC game. I just I feel like San Francisco played there. You could have got him game last week and yeah. With or without Debo. It tells you how good a player Patrick Mahomes is. That's your only knock against not picking him. It's like, well, he has to do it on the road this time. Well, I mean, there are other reasons that you could back Baltimore here. They both have... The Baltimore's been the best team in the AFC. Yeah, Tooney being yeah. hurt is a big deal, dude. No doubt. Yeah, so we should There are reasons. All right, Jaguars today is coming up next. E.T.? Now, today's takeaways, brought to you by Key Buick GMC, where our family dealership has been helping families buy vehicles for over 50 years. Uh, my takeaway, I don't care how long they've been a PGA Tour pro. I don't care how confident they tell you they are in their arsenal of trick shots. Never stand six feet in front of Kevin Kisner and have him attempt to flop shot one over your head, lest you get drilled in the back of the cranium like some poor college golfer did earlier this week. Oh, yeah. Just a little trick of the trade. My takeaway, uh, there was a little controversy this week, Jeffrey, with uh, Googan Hoops. The way it works is uh, we put out a poll on Twitter and Facebook, and we add up the totals from both. All right. So if uh, one player wins on one poll, that doesn't mean that person won. Okay. We, we add up the totals, and that's why I went up against Miss Gabby Knopf of Bowls. Okay. And that dropped today at 10. Googan Hoops, me against oh, okay. Gabby. Well, whoever the other one person is, are very disappointed because they could have picked up an easy baby. <laughs> That's another story. Have a great weekend. You two in there, my brother. We'll see you on Monday. Yeah.